Blog Talk Radio. Alone, I'm my strength. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name tonight, Lord. 
bless your name. Hallelujah. Well, welcome tonight, everyone who is listening. Thank God you're here. Thank God for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. So, not about me. It's about what God wants to do in and through us. You know, we're just here as vessels to be emptied out for the glory of God. Well, I hope everyone is having a great Sunday. Uh, This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia here to believe and stand with you and to uh, encourage you as I encourage myself. Hallelujah. We know that's um, how it works with me. As I encourage you, I encourage myself. It is almost like I'm building on the foundation that's been laid that I might receive as well as you. And so I'm just thankful to be a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network. Well, I'm here tonight. It is uh, August the 20th, 2023, and we are pressing on in. Before you know it, it will be the fall season, which is my favorite time of the year. Spring is kind of second. I love the fall. I just love the, you know, the changes of color and, you know, all of that. So headed to my favorite time of the year uh, for the season. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in tonight and hope you're having a great one. Uh, If you are listening by Internet and you want to reach out, you can reach us at 319-527-6027. That is 319-527-6027. 6027. Just press 1, and that will put you in the queue for me to see that you uh, need prayer or want me to be in agreement with you. And also, if you want to text in to let me know that you're there, that is 214-505-8719, 214-505-8719. Well, I hope everyone is uh, standing in faith tonight to believe that God is able and will do the miraculous for us if we only believe. And um, it's been a busy, busy, busy week as always. And tomorrow, you know, I told Prophet Rainey I'd do the show tonight, and I forgot they keep changing my schedule, and I happen to look at it. I said, well, let me go and check my schedule for tomorrow morning. And usually I don't start until about 10 a.m., and uh, it got me starting earlier. So I have got to be up by 8 a.m. so that I can get on the phone and help these customers and members uh, to get what they need taken care of. So we may try to move a little quicker tonight. I don't know. You know the Holy Ghost is in charge and not me. And uh, I did get a nice restful uh, nap. <laughs> I normally can't sleep on Sundays or any day, I don't, I'm not a nap person, and they say naps are really good for you, but I'm really not a nap person per se, but I have been going like full steam ahead for the last two or three days, getting four, five, six, maybe hours of sleep, and just, you know, and then I had um, grandkids, <laughs> we went out in the heat yesterday, oh my goodness, uh, I could not finish. I was going to help my grandson celebrate his birthday this weekend as well, and we went for putt-putt golf, and let me tell you all, 
I backed out. I mean, they his dad and he did it, and the other three of our uh, the grandkids we went and sat in the shade, and they got in the splash pad. I was like, I cannot be in the seat playing putt putt golf at 12 noon. So, uh, and then that drained me, and then I had a lot of other things other things going on. So. I needed the rest, so glad I did. And then I checked my schedule, and I'm supposed to start a little after 8, by 8.30 tomorrow, and I got to get up at 8. Y'all pray for me. But anyway, I hope you had a blessed uh, uh, Sunday, and I look forward to praying with you. Um, If you are calling, like I said, place your hand up and uh, press 1. That'll let me see you in the queue. And um, it's been a a wonderful uh, experience with God this week. Um, I really have been speaking to God and talking to him in regards to, you know, the things that we've had spoken over our lives, you know, um, the things that we have not yet seen. We have not seen some things that we know that God uh, had released a word over our life in regards to some things. And, you know, I was talking to the Lord about that this week, and I said, Lord, you know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of prophetic words that have been released over my life. And I've seen some come to pass and know some things I have not. And I begin to think of a word that was spoken over my life about maybe 20 years ago. And, um, you know, that that thing that was spoken and was in, in me, just, you know, I just felt it there and, and I felt it rising. And I, I, I talked to the Lord about it and I was like, Lord, I haven't seen this yet come to pass in this manner. And so as I was talking to the Lord over the last few days about it, uh, let's see, I believe it was Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, uh, I was awakened out of my sleep probably around 3, maybe 4 in the morning. I, I, I woke up and I heard in my spirit. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you all, and I try to always be, but really with this situation, and I don't talk about it much, it's fasting. Oh, I'm always before God talking to him and communicating with him and, you know, really letting him know my heart's desire and my commitment to try to live a godly life. And I'm always talking to him. So prayer is not an issue with me. And, um, you know, I worship. I mean, I can spend hours in worship. I try to keep, you know, music on in my home. Um, that would create an atmosphere to invite the presence of God. So that's not a problem with me. I'm not a person who watches TV much. It's rarely on unless the grandkids are here and they're usually watching some stuff on, you know, their tablet or phone or YouTube, you know, that's basically it. Or occasionally I'll try to reminisce and go back to some of the 70s shows that were not too bad that I grew up with in my teenage years. I'll do that occasionally. and But most of the time, my TV isn't really on, and so that's not an issue with me. And so uh, I was awakened um, Tuesday morning um, out of my sleep, and I heard the Spirit of the Lord say to me, and I've been talking to him about this. He said, I'm calling you to a fast. And let me tell y'all, I knew it was God because that's not something that, I mean, I'll fast like a meal or a day. I can, you know, and that happens periodically. 
But as far as a three-day fast, I hadn't done that in a while. And so I had been talking to the Lord about it, and when I heard him tell me, I mean, I was literally, people, awakened out of my sleep. I woke up, and I felt the Spirit of God around me saying, I am calling you to a fast. And when I got up that morning, and uh, I don't know if I really went back to sleep after that, I got up that morning, and, you know, I took my shower, and I was, you know, just talking to the Lord, and tears just welled up in my eyes, and he said, I heard you. I felt the Spirit of God say, I heard you, and I've seen you, and I desire to do some things for you. But as you know, some things only come by fasting and prayer. So the ingredient that I'm asking you to incorporate to see the manifestation of some things believed for, to see the manifestation of some things hoped for, to see the manifestation of some things desired for, because I desire that you have them as much as you desire to receive them. Some things incorporate, you must incorporate a fast. So I am telling you people, I'm telling you, I feel the presence of God right now. I begin to weep. Because it was almost like God was saying to me, I desire you to be blessed just like you desire to receive. And I want you to know, include that ingredient. That is an ingredient you need this week. So I immediately, I went on a three-day fast, guys. Let me tell you, when God calls you to a fast, when he calls you to something, believe me, he's given you everything you need to complete it. Ah, glory be to God. And so let me tell you guys, I felt like I was full for almost the entire three days. I, I, and I even noticed habits, you know, um, that I normally just pick up something and put it in my mouth. I'm not even hungry. It's just boredom or comfort or something. It's not that I'm hungry. So I saw that while I was on this fast that there are some things that I was, you know, God wanted me to See, he wanted it to enlighten me too. Because some things, of course, in, uh, that we do, you know, on a normal basis are not good for us. You know, where I'm picking up junk, you know, I try not to keep a whole lot around my house, but, you know, with the grandkids sometimes and they're over, you know, sometimes quite a bit, you know, I have little things, and but I try to make it as healthy as possible. But I just noticed I was just picking up things and just, you know, that I didn't even, I wasn't even hungry. So it was, in, I saw enlightenment. <laughs> on this. But let me tell you, it was like the easiest three days. I mean, I can't even explain it. It was simply supernatural. This fast was simply supernatural. And so by the third day, I uh, the enemy uh, attacked because um, there was a situation that happened. I, I was awakened and I didn't get maybe two, three hours of sleep, and then at that point I was just like, you know, kind of wired and like tired, and I was I was talking to people on the phone, and I would be forgetting what I was saying in the middle. You know, I was like, oh, I'm falling asleep. So I did have a sip of coffee on the third day towards like two hours before I was to end the fast. 
And God was so gracious with me that even that, I thought I was going to end it at one time. I went probably four or five, six hours later, and I, you know, I continued on the fast with no food. Took the whole fast with just water. But I felt full. It was like God called me to that, and he equipped me for that. Because he wants, hey, people, God wants you to have what he wants you to have, and he will, he wants you to have it more than you want to have it. That's what I picked up from that. When God spoke to me and said, I'm calling you. My God, I'm called. I'm doing, I'm ordaining this fast. This isn't some set up thing that you had in mind. He woke me up out of my sleep and he says, I'm calling you. And so I'm saying that just to say this, God wants you to have everything he's laid out for you. And the enemy doesn't want us to have it, of course. So we're in a fight. But we know that God is greater. And when you seek him, and my favorite scripture, of course, the first one that I first was drawn to and, and knew was Matthew six thirty three. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his righteousness, his right way of living. Thinking, being, and he said he'll do his, he'll do some stuff. All these things, ah, my God, they're not just things that you want; they're things he wants you to have. He says they'll be added unto you. So I just want to encourage you tonight. God is as much on your side and wants you to have just as much as you want to receive, as long as it is in the will of God that he can promote you, that he can bless you, that he can honor you, that he can show you off. Oh, my God, you think about Job and how God showed Job off to the devil. Hey, have you considered my servant Job? Oh, my God. Have you considered Angela Joy? I feel like I've been through situations where it was a Job situation. But God wants all this to come forth for his glory. And so I just want to uh, read a couple things to you, and then I'm going to try to move on in because, like I said, I've got an early rise in the morning, and usually I'm on Eastern Standard Time, and I'm usually here until around 2 a.m. But, you know, on Mondays I usually start at 10, so I was kind of thrown off that I saw my schedule change, and so we got to make a little move here. I'm going to read a few scriptures. Um, let's see, Romans 1 and 5. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them. So even in that, we're seeing that this was to be a testimony to the Gentiles, Paul was mentioning here, the, the Gentiles to see this God that we serve. And that they everywhere that they would know about this God and that they will obey him. And in obeying him, it brings glory to his name. In obeying God. Like, you know, I could have said, um, I don't really feel like doing this. I, you know, I didn't want, you know what, you know, people, when I felt that the Lord said, woke me up at two, three, four, whatever it was, I don't even remember, I didn't look at the clock. 
but I know I've been asleep for a little while. I just, you know, I knew it was God, and I was, I was in awe, and I knew I needed to walk in disobedience. Did not want need to walk in disobedience. I needed to walk in obedience. Why? Because this will bring glory to God. Not only is it to benefit me, but it was to glorify His name. If we're never tested, we would never know His glory. If we didn't ever go through anything, we wouldn't understand the God we serve. We wouldn't understand. We wouldn't be able to talk about it. It wouldn't be a testimony if we didn't go through some stuff. Yeah, it's hard, but it, we're tested that we will know the power of his glory. My God, how can we trust God for tomorrow if we can't even trust him for today? I was I was listening to the pastor speak today. Um, the pastor of our the congregation, uh, the church that I go to, he suffered a light heart attack a few days ago. But he was in the pulpit today. And this is something he was talking about, you know, with God speaking to him, he said, over the last few days. And I began to meditate on that. It says uh, in Romans, let's see, this is Romans. One through four, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. And if it were not so, would I have would I have told would I have told you that I was going to prepare a place for you? Ah. When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me and I with me where I am. And he is shown to be the son of God. When he has raised from the dead, he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. So again, how can we trust God for tomorrow when we can believe and stand on the promises of what already has been spoken here if we can't trust God for today? We've got to learn to trust so that we can gravitate and be motivated to move toward what God what God has already placed there for us. Where do you need God to guide you today? You know, he will renew our strength. In Psalms 23, he renews our strength along the path. Why? Again, it's to honor him. It says in verse 3, He guides us along the right path to bring honor to his name. He does things in our life in a miraculous way that it will bring glory to his name. You know, it's all about honoring God and bringing glory to his name when we obey him, when we trust him. Who do you need God's guidance today? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Where do you need to trust God more in? What do you need him to do so that your trust can be built? How do you need to do that? Well, like I said, with the um, with the fast that I was called on, um, I knew I needed to obey God because God wanted to give me as much of what I wanted 
as I wanted it. You know, he's not a bad God. He's not a God trying to withhold things from us. He's a God who wants us to benefit. And so I'm going to go ahead and play another song. I'll be right back. My phone seems to be dying, so I may have to switch gears here. It is charged. It's charged. I'm going to have to switch up a little bit. Let me go ahead and uh, play another song while I try to get this phone situation straight. But I just want you to know that God is faithful. He's not a man that he would lie. He is going to do what he says he will do in his word. We just have to trust him because it brings honor and it brings glory to his name. It's about the glory. It's about bringing glory to his name. Hallelujah. Lift your worship Oh, 
wanna be where you are. Gotta be where you are. Come on, raise it bitch for me. Wanna be where you are. Gotta be, gotta be where
what you're doing in the earth today with Prophetic Grace Network, whether you're on the end here to receive prayer or you're on this side of the mic. It's all a connection to do and be who God's called you to do, to be and to do through this network, what God has raised up. And we thank God for Prophet Randy Chandler for having the vision and the obedience to do so. And we just speak blessings over him and his wife, Julie. We speak health and prosperity. We thank you, God. That it's all for your glory. We thank you for the ministers that come on throughout the week the week to keep this going that others would receive and be connected to what God is doing in the earth today. Lord, I have nothing to offer except an empty vessel. It's never about me. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, as you come forth to do what you need to do through me for your people tonight as I move out of the way for you. It's for your glory, God. It's for your glory. And we honor you. So hallelujah. In John sixteen thirty three, it says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. That's what he came for. Peace. He loves us. He's bringing peace to us. In this world, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank God for Jesus. And how do we overcome these situations that we are um, brought to deal with in this life? First thing we, we must do is we must pray. We must be in prayer. Second, we use the word. And as I told you earlier, my testimony, if you didn't hear it, fasting. You know, I'd gotten away from, you know, fasting to a sense. I did, you know, daily fast, you know, meals, that kind of thing. But God woke me up Tuesday morning. He said, I'm calling you to a fast. And so we need to incorporate prayer, the word, and fasting. And God, to me, his spirit spoke to me. You're going to see some things. You're going to see some things once you add that other ingredient. You know, there's some things you've been asking for, believing for, talking to me about. It's not that I don't want you to have them, especially if they're part of the will. They're part of the prophetic that's been spoken over you. I want you to have it. Prayer. He says, I've seen you do that. I've seen you speak the word by faith, believing. And I see you saying, well, what God, what, what, what's missing? What have I done? He told me fasting, and I went on a fast for three days, and I'm telling you guys, I've never in my life experienced what I experienced on this three-day fast. It was like I was full the whole time. My God, tell me God won't call you, and when he calls you, he will equip you for that thing. God equipped me. He equipped me for that fast. He equipped me to get through that. Why? Because God is just as excited and wants to bless me as much as I want the blessing. That's the kind of God we serve. Why? Because it's for his glory. (laughs) It's for, it's not about us. Of course, we get the benefits, but it's really all about him. 
So, Father, we thank you tonight. We give you glory. We give you honor as we just begin to uh, back up and let you come forward because it's all about you. And we thank you for those callers, the callers that are on the line tonight, those who are listening. We thank you for the prayer that are going forth of agreement. And we thank you, Lord, that you're making a way where there seems to be no way for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and start with our calls. Like I said, I got a little surprise when I checked my schedule before I started on the air tonight, and I was like, oh, they got me coming in after 8. I got to be up at 8. I usually don't get off here until 2 a.m., and then it's Sometimes I don't really go right to sleep. So y'all pray for me, okay? And um, just pray that God will use me and I'll get off of here and get some rest before I have nonstop calls for 10 hours tomorrow. All right, so here we go. We're going to start with our first caller, and that is with, let's see, 405 77 Nine. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. Hello, this is Lucretia from Oklahoma. I'm sorry, what was the first name? Lucretia. Lucretia? Okay. Yes. From You said Oklahoma? Yes. All right. Thank you, Lucretia. Let me turn my volume on. Okay. All right. Well, glad to have you, Lucretia, and um, out there in Oklahoma. Thank you for gracing us with your presence tonight. God, we just thank you for Lucretia, and we just thank you, Lord, for even in a in a weary place in a uh, one of that scriptures I read it earlier. Uh, be not weary in well doing, or I've had it to read, but I. Maybe I'm prompted to say it to you. One moment. Let me just pull it up. Oh, I had that up. Ah, uh, glory be to God. So right before I got on, I um, told the Lord to go to the scripture. And uh, it's Galatians 6 and 9 that says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Hallelujah. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. So, Father, I don't know, as I heard Lucretia's name tonight, I saw a fountain in the middle of uh, a place that had been put there specifically for her to take access of, to partake of. I don't know what your situation is, Lucretia, but I'm just here to say I don't believe this was an ordinary fountain that I saw rise up for you to partake of. But then this Galatians 6 and 9 came to mind where it says, let us not be weary in well-doing, but in due season we will reap if we faint not. And so I don't know if there's a situation or circumstance or your life is looking as if you might be fainting, 
<laughs> my God, but there is a fountain. And I'm not talking about natural water. But this is representation of the spirit of God that is of access to you, that is a fountain that will cause you to be well, what do you call it, well uh, satisfied in a dry and weary place. And if you faint not, he, he has prepared this so you don't faint. Hallelujah. That it will be an access for you to partake of so that you don't faint because God already knows what it is that is causing you to be weary in this season. But God, I believe, is letting you know tonight, Lucretia, if you faint not, you will reap, hallelujah, in due season. And so, Lord, we thank you for you placing of her in this season, not natural necessarily proximity, but proximity in the spirit. Well, she will take access. Well, she will take the blessing, that she will take the resources that will help her to think not in a season where God is preparing her to reap, even though it has been weary and it has come to make her weary. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus that situations will turn around because she's going to feast and not be thirsty in the season that she's caused to be reaching in because God is going to give her access to a spiritual fountain that she will thirst no more and she will not faint in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So how are you tonight, Lucretia? I'm okay. Thank you. I'm okay. You're welcome. Yes, you're okay. Hallelujah. Anything you want to share? Um, I just like, you know, prayer for strength. It's just gone and um, and just prayer for my mind because I've been having a lot of mind battles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a well, lot going on. Exactly. <laughs> right. And so that particular scripture, that, that I, I mean, I, I had it pulled up to read, and I didn't even think about it until I got to you where it says, let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we will reap if we faint not. And that, you know, what God was saying, he's going to place access to you, uh, the benefits to re-nourished, uh, re vibe, you know, get vibrant see from a, this weariness, this this draining season that God is preparing uh, something in the season for you to get you through this, no matter what it is, whether it's physically, mentally, no matter what God says, Lucretia, tonight, I know I saw a fountain rise up on your, on your journey as you, and it will be placed there for you to get what you need to continue whatever it is you're going through, that God has a way out. And don't think that God has abandoned you because he is going to refresh you in a season when you focus in on the fact that he is God. And whatever we're going through, he is allowing us to go through this thing sometimes because he wants us to understand that he's God and he will bring us out no matter what it looks like. 
And no matter what the enemy has thrown our way, he is God, and he's able, and he's willing to bring us out. So, Lord, we thank you tonight, even as she rests tonight, even as she sleeps tonight. Let her have a visitation. Let her have an encounter with you, O oh God, with the spirit of God that will cause her to focus in on the fact that he's God and he's able to bring her out. Give her peace in her mind. Give her strength in her body. And let her know that she is not abandoned, but that you are with her. Because this word came tonight to strengthen her, to encourage her, and to have her understand that God sees every aspect of her life. And that he is willing and he's able. And I know, Lucretia, it's hard. There are times that we do get weary. I get weary. You know, I get tired. You know, the last few days it had been, you know, physically draining on me. But I know that God is speaking to you tonight. And he's encouraging you to look to him. As I mentioned earlier, you know, how do we gain what we need to get through. We gain it by the word of God. We gain it through prayer. And even with my personal situation where God spoke to me, he said, I'm calling you to a fast because some of these things, it's only going to come through fasting and prayer. And I had left an ingredient out. So I'm just sharing that with you. And, God, we thank you that she'll be encouraged when she leaves off this phone. God, we thank you that she will understand this wasn't some happen chance. This wasn't some coincidence that God brought forth information to say, I'm going to supply what you need in the middle of this weary land to get you through. This wasn't some accident. This is because God knows exactly where you are, Lucretia. And he wants you to know that he's a God that's sensitive to your call and to your cry. And he hears you, Lucretia. He hears you. And the devil is a liar if he tries to make you think anything otherwise. Because God not only hears you, but he loves you. And he's a God who's here to answer when we cry. And so, Lord, we thank you tonight as she will be strengthened even in her sleep time tonight, even as she lays her head on her pillow tonight. She will be strengthened to and encouraged to wake up, to press in and know that God has not forsaken and he never will. So we thank you for that, God. We thank you for the angelic host that will even encamp round about. What does the word say? He camp, they camp round about those that God loves. And, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are welcome. And be encouraged and call back, you know, whenever you feel a need to, and we want to be here for you. Thank you. I will. All right. Thank you, Lucretia. You have a great night. Thank you. You too. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. He is with us and he is for us. All right. Let's go on to 828-989. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Jennifer from North Carolina. Hi, Jennifer from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Um, pretty good. 
Mm, hope no complaints. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. No complaints. Well, that's a good sign. <laughs> that's a real good sign. That's a little bullshit. Doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah, do it good is. to com- <laughs> No, no, no. We, we've learned, I've learned from experience. So let's just pray and then we can talk. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, so much for um, having Jennifer from North Carolina call in. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, as, um, you know, I, I just felt, you know, as you were talking, I just felt led to tell you that it seems like um, the Lord would want you to, you know, there's a saying that says, you know, as you, you know, go along your journey, don't forget to smell the roses, you know. Some of the roses have thorns. Yeah, they do you know, and life has thorns. But even in the thorns uh, that are placed on the stem of those roses, it didn't stop the fragrance of that rose from coming forth. Ah, glory be to God. My God, I just, mm, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, It's like I, I sense to tell you, Yes, there's some thorny stuff that you've had to deal with, and and it's caused you sometimes to focus more on the thorns than the bloom and the blossom that is amidst the thorns of this thing. And so I, I just sense to tell you, yes, there are thorns. Yes, there has been things that have stuck you. That calls some injury that's caused some pain. But I sense that the Lord wants to tell you, don't focus in on that. Focus in on the fact that there was a rose, there was a bud that bloomed in the midst of the thorn that is the sweet-smelling savor and fragrance of God that is incorporated into your life, even with the thorn. Hallelujah. There's the smell of our Savior. And so as that old cliche, you know, don't forget to smell the roses along the way. Yes, Jennifer, even though the roses had a fragrance and the thorns were a mist, we're going to smell them anyway in spite of the uncomfortableness of some situation. So, Lord, I thank you for that tonight. I don't know what it means, but I pray it blesses her. I pray it encourages her. I pray it strengthens her. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wow. Amen. Wow. Yeah, he was my, um, just went on an adventure with him today and, he led me everywhere, and he led me to a very specific place. Um, as far as I wanted to, to go today, but he was pretty adamant about it, and he just blessed me so much. But the one thing that I wasn't able to do uh, that I really, you know, I felt the... You know, I really felt him calling me to do. There was a uh, a rose walk, a rose walk. There was a what? Uh, a rose walk. It's called the rose walk. What? <laughs> You're kidding? He, no, I'm not. So he 
he literally just like the one thing that you know out of all this stuff that he was having me do that I didn't that was the one thing that I wasn't able to do because of time so um yeah <laughs> that's kind of interesting oh my god very yeah. interesting because I saw a rose I mean I saw roses and wow, wow. That is, wow. you know, I specifically said, you know, and of course, you know, a rose has, you know, the thorns um, there. Mm-hmm. But I specifically saw roses. So you didn't go on the rose walk? No, I, well, not thing, but I did, I did bend down to take a photograph and to smell it, <laughs> but smell one of the rose bushes, but. Um, it was it was super hot today, and he had me yeah. um, quite a few do quite a few different things, and um, yeah, wow! Well, I wish I'd wow. done it now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's almost like well, of course, what I was talking about was not a physical thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I know. It was. It's a spiritual thing, and, you know, there's this cliche about, you know, don't, you know, neglect to smell the roses along the way. Um, mm-hmm. So it's almost like God gave you a physical understanding of it yeah. in your in your day-to-day, and then he just brought yeah. the spiritual aspect of it through this tonight um, so that I guess you could connect it with what you experienced today or Wow, that is really, that's, that's awesome. That is well, so awesome. Yeah. That's what he usually does. You know, everything that he usually has me do, um, it has a spiritual significance to it. So, yes. wow. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. That is pretty amazing. I mean, I could have said anything, but I said roses, you know. All flowers have fragrance, and most of them are pretty nice smells, but I specifically heard Mm -hmm. roses, so praise God. And so that you would be able to connect it with something physical, God used the spiritual aspect of it to let's let you know that he sees and he knows, and he's encouraging you, um, you know, even in the thorns, you know, of life or and some, you know, we know about thorns on rose bushes. Sometimes they're they're not like dangerous per se, but it does prick you, and then you know there's a sense of being uncomfortable with that. You know, you know, but and God is saying even in uncomfortable, you know, I'm sensing even in any uncomfortable situations, you know, reflect on the fact of the fragrance of His life. Well, you know. Um, what is that? What is the one that they reflect to, to the Lord? Is it the Rose of Sharon? Yes, the Rose of Sharon. Yes. Yes, the Rose of Sharon. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that. I tell you, God is just, he's just, he's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. I, I am wow. just like, I'm just like, <laughs> wow, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. He, yeah, he was loving on me today, and I guess, like, he, I mean, he was there. He knows. <laughs> so, wow. 
Oh, okay, so it's re- oh, it's oh, you know what's so funny, interesting about this? Okay, so at first when I began to pray over you, I saw the lily. Okay, so I can't tell you why the rose came out of my mouth. Be honest with you, I saw the lily. <laughs> Hold on, this computer looks like it's about to die. Oh, let's get back in. I don't know what's going on. Why is everything trying to shut off on me tonight? Let me read. Hold on a second. All right, thanks. I think I reconnected it. Yeah, looks like it's working now. Okay, so what's really interesting is that, you know, I, I saw at first a lily. <laughs> and then now I look up the scripture, and it says, and let's see where it is. What is that? Hold on, let me find that scripture. Oh, the Song of Solomon. <laughs> I am the rose of Sharon (laughs) and the lily of the valley. (laughs) Glory be to God. (laughs) It's all incorporated into the same verse. I didn't even understand or know that. Because immediately I saw a, a lily. And then I didn't understand why I started talking about a rose. And then I look up <laughs> the scripture, and the Song of Solomon 2 and 1 says, I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. It's both. My God. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Jeez, praise God. Praise God. I didn't even yeah. know that. I didn't even know it was in the same verse, the same thing. My God, Jesus. He's really speaking to you tonight, Jennifer. Yes, he is. My God. Woo! Makes me think about our little conversation with the yellow brick road. (laughs) Oh, yes. This is amazing, mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Wow. So, yeah, yes. just bask yes. in the fragrances of Jesus. I know that lilies and roses, don't they don't smell the same, <laughs> but he no. wants you to understand it doesn't matter as long as it's the fragrance of the Holy Spirit. Bask in his presence. Bask yes. in his presence. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's all I can say. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's not done ministering about this. I just feel him 
like really strong. Thank you, mm-hmm. Lord. Wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Praise God. Well, thank you thank for calling you. in. Yeah. Anything you. else? Uh, no. No. Just God bless you, and I hope you're taking that time for yourself. And yes, I need you. Yes, yeah. I need you. Like I said, I know God called me to, you know, that place this week. Because, uh, I mean, really, in honesty, honesty, in all honesty, you know, like we all do. You know, there are things that we know that we've asked God for, and we're trying to figure out, you know, what happened. You know, if we ask, he will give us an answer. And um, all we have to do is wait and listen. He'll, He'll do it. He'll direct us. All right. Well, it's great talking to you tonight, and I pray you have a blessed week. And I'm telling you, what God spoke to you has really blessed me. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Angela Joy. All right. Well, you have a blessed week. Look forward to talking to you later. All right, then. Good night. Good night. Hallelujah. Boy, I tell you, God is really, he's awesome. All right, let's go to 303-517. This is Angela Joy, and um, who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Veronica from Colorado. And Mike. Hi, Veronica and Mike from Colorado. How are you guys tonight? We're good, just a little sick from sore throat and chest pain. Hmm. Wow. So you've been battling some illnesses? It's been already three days, yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, well, let's pray. And so let's pray for your healing and come on through this thing. Father God, we just thank you. Thank you tonight for um, the healing virtue of Jesus uh, to flow through their bodies tonight. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We thank you, Lord, that uh, it is not your will that we be sick. And so, God, we thank you, Lord, as they continue to just speak the word and release the word and expect the manifestation of the healing to Come forth in the name of Jesus. We're in agreement. Hallelujah. Everybody who's listening, let's be in agreement that this thing's got to end. It's got to stop. This aggravation, this irritation, uh, my God, is not from God. So we thank you, Lord, that they will have the faith to believe that God will move in and move whatever's attached itself to them out of their system in Jesus' name. God, we thank you. We can look to you, and we can expect it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God, because you are a God who is a God who is a healer. You're Jehovah Rapha. We thank you, God. Ha, my God, thank you. Thank you for moving this out of their system, clearing their, their system out of every that be not of God, every infirmity, everything that's caused any kind of disruption to their system, move it. We thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Devil, get back in Jesus' name. And, Father God, I don't know what I'm seeing and why I'm seeing it, but maybe it has something to do with 
their health. I don't know, but as you were as you came on the phone, Veronica, I just began to see like uh vegetation and for some reason it looked like I don't know, maybe a garden or something. And then you said something about your health and then I'm thinking Maybe it's in connection with herbs or something like that because I saw, you know, like vegetation growing, like somebody had planted something. So anyway, uh, or greenery could mean grow spiritually, healing stuff coming uh, that God wants you to have knowledge for, that maybe you can take something natural to clear out your system that may have brought aggravation or caused some sort of situation. Lord, we just thank you for enlightening them in that, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Because I saw, like, it just, like, not, like, it wasn't like, you know, a woods or anything like that. It was like something like maybe somebody had it planted in a garden. So I don't know. <laughs> maybe that will give you some, you know, search up some stuff, some natural healing and stuff like that. Didn't know you were sick, but that's what okay. I was seeing. So how are you guys doing? We uh, we um we were rejoicing um having received um mutual agreement and uh, and then we got sick <laughs> but um yeah uh, Mike was was reading uh writing oh the enemy knows us from before and how he always mm-hmm. wants to up us plans and uh, how he hate us and how he mad at us is. And how he knows us, speaking uh, from the whole being of a human, and um, it, it it is true, and it's um, it's it's um, it, it causes me angry that he knows us, but um, it also causes me rest knowing that if he uh, if he conquer, we will conquer also. Jesus Christ conquer. So we will mm-hmm. be overcomers, but um, but mm-hmm. I I can understand or believe that a little at a moment per se, because Bible says that there mm-hmm. are enemies weak and small, but um, the 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 more you want to do something, the more the hindrance comes, and um, mm-hmm. and then you pray fast and break through and uh. And you break through one day and the next day, oh, goodness. Something mm-hmm. else comes up. But um, I just know that he will fight for us and he will win the battle. And, um, but yeah, I, I get angry at times. And I know I can't tell him anything. I just tell him that, Lord, rebuke you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and that, you know, that's where we are on this journey. I mean, the enemy's not going to back down and take a seat. And especially when it looks like we're gaining ground. You know, so um he 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 gets a little threatened by the fact that we're not, you know, going to take a back seat. We're not going to sit down. We're not going to throw in the towel. And he can he, I mean, of course, you know, we know the enemy watches us. So it's not like he doesn't know who we are. And he does and it's not like he doesn't know the potential of what God has put in us. He doesn't know the fullness of what it is, but he can tell from the way we carry ourselves and how we uh, operate through the word whether or not we are just, you know, 
a, a, whether a Christian who is just going through the motions or we're a Christian who's believing that the word of God is the word of God, you know, that it's going to, that it is what it says it is. He knows, he knows the ones that do and don't. And so when he sees that you are somebody who is going after the word of God and uh, you, you, in, you end up being a threatened, you're threaten, uh, threatening the kingdom of darkness and he doesn't like it. Why would he? Hallelujah. Because he's here to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Hallelujah. But we've got to trust God for, if we can't trust him for the day, today how can we trust him for tomorrow? So then God allows things to happen in our lives that we he can see that we are trusting him for the day. And not only are we trusting him for today, we're being built up in our spirit man to go forth for tomorrow, to access what God has for us because we've gotten strength from today. So, God, I thank you, Lord, even as, you know, the enemy has come as to attack and to hinder and to stop and block, even sometimes with health situations, God knows that he can trust us because when we can trust him to get us through this, we can be, he knows we can trust him for tomorrow. And so, Lord, I thank Amen. you, Lord, you're doing something even today, even as they deal with situations and circumstances today. How we handle the situation today is going to tell how we will walk into the situation for tomorrow. Amen. We were going to the park today. Uh, we are uh, arrangements two days ago. We're going to go pray. Um Put a tent and pray for people at the park, and we had it all ready and all together. At the same time, we said it, I got really sick, and I like I just threw up about an hour ago, and it, and it hurts the it's a fever, and um, both the same on mm-hmm. bed, and um, and then we will say we were gonna go and he fasted prayer, uh, for four days, mm-hmm. and we were ready, and then um, we couldn't go. I pray for the people, and then and, and, uh, that's when I get angry. I'm like, oh, we were just, and it, it's, it's, it's like every step that we're trying to make, every step that he tries to hinder, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, we're going to get healed anytime, but um, how can we trust people we have fever? You know what I'm saying? But it's, uh, it's just, we'll try again next week. <laughs> that's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, don't look at it as so much as um, because the enemy, he's you know, he's he's you know, he he knows his little tricks. But the thing of it is, is that even though God allows or the enemy comes in and he trips us up today, there is a benefit. I mean, I've never looked at it like this before, but there's a benefit in us even going through a test today. Because what happens in a test? We get more knowledge about what's up the road, whether we, what strategy, what we need to do in the next move. Because even though this move didn't move the way we thought it was going to move, uh, it didn't mean that we didn't learn something from this experience or gain some sort of strength, even spiritually in this situation, to be able to move on into another level with God because we can see how he's going to bring us out of this. 
That's the whole point of trials and, and tribulation is that sometimes we focus so much on the trial and the tribulation that we don't focus in the fact that we're getting something out of this that's going to equip us for the next move and for the next thing we got to go through. So no matter what Amen. happened today, Lord, we thank you, God, that they got something out of today spiritually. They saw something in this that's going to prepare them for the next move, for the next thing that you're going to do. They are going to get something out of this. The enemy wants us to think, oh, well, you know, this didn't happen, so we just got defeated. And, you know, no, no, no. God is doing something, even when we can't see it, even when we don't understand it, even when it looks like it was a flop, even when it looks like it's a failure. You know the important part about it? is that when it is a failure or we do think it's a flop or it didn't go through like we thought it did, guess what? You know what encourages us is that we got back up. Ah, Glory be to God. See, that's what the enemy doesn't expect us to do. He wants us to wallow and not get up. But I'm telling you, he gets gets thrown off when we get back up, Ah, when he thought it was going to wipe us out when he thought it was going to delay us, when he thought it was going to trip us up, that we, weren't going to, that we were going to throw in the towel and say, oh, well, I guess we missed God. Oh, well, I guess we can't do that. Then he wants to take us another direction. But when we get back up, my God, after we've been knocked down, after we've gone through something that didn't go through the way we thought it was going to go through, how do we get victory? Is that we get back up. Hallelujah. That we continue. We continue on, and we don't give up. We don't stop. We don't just say, oh, well, you know, I guess I missed God. No, we get back up, and we start, we start back right where God, well, where, he, where we left God or whatever the situation was. We just move on. So I just thank God for that, that they be encouraged, that no matter what it looks like, they got up, and they continue. Because that's exactly what the devil didn't want you to do. That's not the mindset he wants you to have. He doesn't want you to say, oh, I'm going to continue. He wants you to give up. So, Lord, we thank you that they have the faith, they have the tenacity to stick to it, to stick to itness, that they will accomplish whatever God has given them to accomplish, and the enemy will be dismayed because he will find out that what he did didn't work. So we give you glory, God. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Ah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hi, is Mike Mike there on the line? Yeah, hold on. Mike. (laughs) No, I was just saying, is he... Is he feeling it down in his body, too? Oh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty sick, too. Oh, okay. All right, well, yeah, it's just a sign that he's mad. <laughs> yeah, he's mad. <laughs> but it's just a sign. It popped up once two days ago, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, my granddaughter, she had a sore throat, and I don't know if you all had, I mean, because, you know, she never yeah, had COVID. It was- so she had, she got COVID a couple of days ago, and basically Ooh. it was just a sore throat and runny nose. That's basically all she had because they were saying that that's kind of like what it's like now, uh, which in most cases, in I don't even know if she had a fever. 
But I know she had a sore throat, and I know she had a runny nose, and she was tired, and um, she coughed a little bit, and she got tested, and that's what it was. But they gave her, well, within like three or four days, um, she was back to normal, and she went back to school. You know, at five, they kept her out five days. I don't know. Okay, well, we're on day. Well, I hope I'm not. I am. I'm not <laughs> you are. You have it. But that's exactly what she had. Yeah, she just said the symptoms, and she said her daughter had COVID or her granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, she had, yeah. <laughs> well, <I can't. laughs> well, thank you, doctor. I'm glad you told me that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to have me giving you a diagnosis, I'm not a doctor. I was just, I was just telling you that that's, when you when Veronica said that about the sore throat, because she had it last yeah. week. And um, she came over, and she was just kind of dragging. And I don't think she ever really got a fever, if she did, because I picked her up from school, and she's she's 11. And then I just took her uh, – her mom came and got her from my house. And um, I don't know if she ever had a fever, but her mom took her right to the doctor, and they said she had COVID. And then I talked to her like a day or two later, and she was just saying that she – I think that was happened on a – yeah, on a Friday – and they didn't let her go back to school until Wednesday, and I saw her yesterday, and she was better. I mean, she was, you know, but, yeah, it lasted about, you know, three or four days and just runny nose, sore throat, and tired, and that was basically like, it. How are you going to have runny nose in nine-degree weather? It's like, yeah, it's COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah, we're here in um, 100 degrees. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been unbearable. Colorado is just so uncomfortable and yeah. yeah. So, um, and you all yeah, aren't really prepared, today. are you? Do you all have air conditioning like a lot, like we do here in the south? Uh, yeah, we have air conditioning. Um, the place we are now does, but yeah, uh, it's not it's not like Florida where like you're really prepared. No, this is kind of unusual weather for Colorado. Yeah, I would think so. Ninety degrees. That's nice. Yeah, that's that's. Sometimes Water, I mean, it's just the humidity, everything. Like, it's really weird weather right now. Yeah, I, I talk to people all over the country every day. I work 10 hours, and I'm, I can be talking to people in Colorado, Hawaii, uh, you know, Jacksonville, Florida, and hey. California. And, I mean, they're all – everybody's saying the same thing. It's some. It's really strange weather, really strange You can strange feel any atmosphere. You can feel the Holy Spirit as you're saying that, but – yeah, it's it, um even in the natural you can feel the shift going on. Yeah, it's indicating the spiritual. Yes. But I mean, even the hurricane coming into uh, Southern California right now. I mean, it's just it's weird. Oh, it, see, I haven't weather. even take, I hadn't even listened. So there was a hurricane coming because I didn't work the last three days. I work four days a week. I go back tomorrow. So there's a hurricane coming. So, well, it's a tropical storm. I'm not sure if they call it cyclones, but I, I, I think it's a hurricane. It's either a hurricane or cyclone or a tropical storm. But, yeah, it's coming in probably right about now. And so they're Really? Having a yeah, it's coming into, like, right in L.A. and right in San Diego and all that area. And oh, they're talking my about, like, floods in Las Vegas. <laughs> and then uh, Canada's on fire. And you have Maui. Yeah, um, they've been on. Yeah, yeah, they've been on fire for a while. Hawaii was too. Was it just, Maui? Yeah, 
They're just checking the houses starting today, but they don't know how many people burned up in the houses. And where was that? In Hawaii. So they they, they wow. got people in the streets there. Are going there is like I, I think there's 90 total, but they're talking about like four or 500 people dead when they're done. And that's from when the fire. So what happened with that? Was that a storm or something, or just a fire? What was going on with that? You know what? I, I didn't I didn't hear exactly what what happened with the fire in Hawaii. Then? Huh? So some say it was a storm. I mean, I don't think it was a volcano. I think it was a storm and something similar. What happened up here in Boulder, where it, the electrical, whatever it was, it caught almost the whole entire city. Oh, fire. gotcha. The whole entire island. Gotcha. So, that is. I mean, the whole entire wow. island is almost on fire. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. Huh? We were having, like I say. I talk to people all over the country, and everybody is basically saying the same thing. Very odd, bizarre weather everywhere. But it's, wow. um, well, that, and it's really interesting that Randy out of nowhere starts talking about the financial stuff again. <laughs> right, 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 you know? right. And I don't get to hear much then, anymore because, like, of my hours. I don't get to really hear the first part of the bro- broadcast. When he's talking, you know, when he talks, basically by the time I get off, which is 11 Eastern, I'm not able to uh, know what he's talked about unless I go back and listen the next day. But, um, wow, amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm. I, I just thought, I, well, I can feel it all over me. I can feel the transition. It's just we're, we're getting closer to, you know, and how far away are we from the election? I don't know. Is it, um, close to, right? Yeah, next next is it next year? Well, yeah, I think. I don't know. I can't keep up. So this, but yeah, but if the system um, could do anything, it would probably. Oh, but but yeah. Amazing. Well, it's like crazy. I said, it's interesting too. Maybe you should take check into some um, some natural. I don't know. I just saw like I don't know what it was, but maybe some natural supplements. Do you take supplements? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start going back to the gym every day. We just got a new gym pass, and um, we made some. Me and her started shifting that way, and we're like, we're not eating out anymore because we're contractors, so we're always eating out. McDonald's, fast food, you name it. Like, and it's not because we want to; it's because we're traveling like 110 miles a day. We're constantly just anything we eat is just like, and we brought a lot of vegetables. Yeah. And we make some shakes. Yeah, we made all kinds of shakes of vegetables. Oh, and okay. Fruit and okay. Okay. Well, maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what I was thinking. I mean, something back to the – I know it wasn't no, like fruit. It looks like something – yeah, it looks like something somebody was growing for, like, food or nutrients or something. I don't know. But I remember I, I, I was looking at it, and it's like somebody was growing stuff for their body, you know, good stuff, you know. It was like people had someone yeah. had planted something. So wow, okay. Someone well, like that the, goes. I used to really be into that in the past, and um, yeah. just the, our work and traveling so much. I don't know what happened in the last few years or after COVID, but man, we just forgot all of our principles, you know. Yeah, well, you know, we live like I mean, our society and how we live our lives now. 
you know, it's amazing to me how busy I am and how I can't even seem sometimes to get the things done that I need to get done. Um, our lifestyles have changed drastically in the last several years. And then with COVID, you know, it, it, you know, I do work from home so that, you know, I don't know. I think if I had to actually commute somewhere, I'd have less time, of course, to do some things that I can't even get done right now and I work from home. Um, but, yeah, I just saw that. Maybe God's kind of speaking toward uh, you all getting back on track with that because that's what I saw. Like I knew it wasn't like a forest or a regular thing. It seems like it was something someone had planted, and, and these were small things like would probably grow vegetables or something. I don't, like they were plants like that. So that's what I saw. I keep telling her, like, that we, I want to move back out of the city into, um, into, uh, back into the, have land and, and growing stuff and, you know, t- kind of go into retail and shift what we're doing, even with work and stuff, you know? I tend to how God does right. it, but, um, I just, uh, living in the city and everything moving this fast, yeah, it's, uh, but, yeah. Well, I try Actually, to I do the like best that. I can, but you know, yeah. and I've, I've I know people who say they're 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 headed that way to start having their own gardens again, uh, to uh, start planting stuff and just eating differently, and um, you know, not to put the fear in people about you know surplus shortage and all of that, but hey, it's real, and I I've, I've been mindful of that myself of you know you know just at moderation, stocking up on some stuff. That's, I'm, you know, I just feel led to do that. I don't even know. You know? Not, not to be paranoid or anything, but um, kind of sometimes feel like the system really doesn't want us to be healthy. All these big chains don't want us to be healthy. and um, They don't. I, I don't think, I don't think the so. Get. Well, yeah, go ahead. you know, think about it, Mike. Think about it. I mean, wouldn't the pharmaceuticals be tied into us not being healthy? <laughs> he, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but, you corporations know, <laughs> work together and less nutrients they the sicker do. people get and, you know. Well, years ago, I had a I, – I used to teach a GED class, and for some reason I, I showed these guys this movie one time, a documentary on this guy who had challenged um, – he was challenging the pharmaceutical companies about different things. And it was basically, you know, information that was, you know, this is kind of a setup, like the chickens, the way they grow, you know, uh, livestock, chickens, you know, and he did a whole thing. He went into this, I'm not going to name them, but this huge uh, plant that has, you know, is known for chickens. And he was saying how they were being bred and how they were being stuff with all kind of, you know, stuff to make them grow faster and bigger, you know, quicker and all of this stuff, hormones are being passed on to us and our food. And that it was, and and not only that, but that the government was tied into all of that. All of it. I mean, it was all connected. It wasn't just, you know, uh, it wasn't just what we think. I mean, the government, and he explained, I can't remember, it's been so many years ago, but he explained as far as, you know, different laws and, and things being passed that protects this. And yeah, it was just amazing just to think that this is going on and people are making money off of it 
and we're people are getting sick and dying. And it's, it's just, that's what's so diabolical. Is these, I honestly believe that a lot of these people know what they're doing. I mean, that's like greed is worse. Like even like with the Amish, they don't want you having raw milk. They don't want you having. Like all, all kinds of stuff you can't grow, you can't get rainwater and collect rainwater, and it's just, um, it's really hard as far as the agriculture, unless you're a really big company, to be able to push stuff like Tyson's chicken or something like that. So it's, um, yeah, and you know, when you start thinking about it, they're going to have a Agenda 21 or try to depopulate people. I mean, what better way to do it than some stuff in the water, you know? Yeah, like I understand what you're saying, but, you know, about conspiracy theory, but, hey, it is what it is. I mean, uh, it is what it is. Exactly right. You know, Um, and we won't even go into, because we'll be on here all night if we start into AI. (laughs) I was uh, watching a YouTube video. My wife, that they have these AIs now that are identical to humans. Look like humans, they yeah. talk like humans, they talk like humans, you can't tell the difference. And they, they, they were Definitely. testing them to see if anyone could tell them they're robots. Right. Well, I saw on the news or something recently uh, that, you know, they tested some with the SAT and with the uh, bar exam and that they were saying they scored higher or as equal to human in testing. You know, so it, it's really, um, it's amazing. The season that we're in. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think there's much use for us if the AI starts coming forth, but um, God needs to change that. So um, I believe. Yeah. But I believe that you know, like Randy's talking about, where you know the system has their way of doing things, AI, and however they they're trying to enhance humans. But you no, know, Randy and other people, and I'm talking about too, is like we believe that God's gonna. Restore back to Dave Adams. We're talking about 100% brain use and other things. So I, I think we're going to be. Yeah. I think once this new season comes, I think we're going to we're going to have some new gifts too. So I like AI is going to dominate. <laughs> yeah, that, that's this is been a concern of I talk to people like I said all the time, and you know it comes up quite often with people talking about AI, and I mean it's just amazing to think that I live in in, you know, this world where we've come to this place where we have to be concerned about robots, you know, it's like amazing. Like, oh, really? It's, it's like science marketing fiction. And, yeah. Like with uh, stock markets and, and you can't do what the robots do now. They just put a robot on there and they're able to trade, day trade, uh, short trade. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. do all that stuff and, yeah. and they're far, far more reliable. So it, it really is at that point in – yeah. It is a concern for reality. For yeah, it is. It is. Yes, you're so really right. A lot of jobs, but like mm-hmm. I said, um, I think God is doing a lot of changes in us too. So, I mean, God is obviously going to equip us so that we're able to, to contend with them, especially if we're going to win. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, you know, it's just real interesting. And so he wants us, you know, getting back to health thing. I mean, he wants us to be healthy. He wants us to, you know, help, okay. you know, have health and do the things that are right. Like, you know, of course, um, you know, we believe and know that God is a healer, but he also wants us to handle and take care of our bodies the way they should be taken care of. And so um, I just don't, you know, just 
be foolish with things. We need to take care of our bodies. It's, uh, so. it's awakening. Um, uh, yeah. Like you said, yeah. we prayed. It was really that, you know, we just had a pretty amazing encounter a couple of days ago, right before this, and we were fasting and praying. So I'm hoping that this is going to cleanse me completely, you know, all Amen. the and everything. And then in a couple of days, I'll be up and going and eat right. And Amen. This is definitely one of those times where you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen again. No, no, so no. This is yeah. Maybe a good Romans 18. Yeah, that. <laughs> well, God gives us, you know, he gives us what we need, and uh, especially if we ask, uh, why wouldn't he give it to us, though? So, yeah, guys, you all get on that healthy trail, and I believe God is kind of directing you, especially if you say that's something you used to do before and kind of got away from. I, I, I worked out twice a day, eat healthy. I mean, like, yeah, I'm getting back to that. Like, I, I, I don't even know how just after COVID, everything went crazy. I just got away yeah, from it. Yeah, it did. Oh, it did. Oh, definitely. Because we since we lost our, you know, we had a way of doing things, and we we had a set way of understanding what we needed to do, and then all of a sudden we just got thrown off. So we're coming back. Well, thanks for telling me about what's going on because I was clueless about that. I know I'll probably have a lot of people on the phone tomorrow talking about what's going on out there in California because most about seventy percent sometimes of the calls that I get, they're from the West Coast. So. Oh wow. Maybe I won't get as many calls tomorrow because of that. I'd probably be like, yo, we need an app phone. You might not even have a show tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I won't even have it. Yeah, because I, like I said, I didn't know anything about that. So at least I know. Mm, yeah, they're not going to. Oh, let's pray for them and let's hope this for the best for them. So. Yeah, yeah. So let's yeah, Lord uh, um, touch that area. Yeah. Weird. I know it's weird mm-hmm. down there too, and it's just it's a dry sun and really uncomfortable, and yeah, it's just um, it's extreme right now. Mm. Wow, wow, amazing. Well, you know, and I'm I have family in Florida, you know, some friends and family, so they've been telling me. Well, I also heard on the news too that the ocean temperature down uh, on the coast of Florida was uh, at almost a hundred degrees. Now, isn't that unusual for the ocean water to be at 100 degrees? 100 degrees is really rare for Florida. I mean, when you have consistent 100 degrees, that's really bad. Florida's already uncomfortable, but that's, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking about the water, so you're thinking, like, what's happening to the marine life? Exactly. I mean. That stuff will heat up. And, yeah. You get the red and then, yes. Yeah, and then someone was talking about the corals, how that's going to, you know, affect uh, that and everything with temperatures that hot. I've never heard of temperatures being that hot in the ocean. That is amazing. No. Amazing. It's, uh, it's, All right, it's well. It's that algae. It's not everything, yep. Yep. All right, yep. we appreciate you, and please keep us oh. in prayer. And Will do. Today well. will be We'll believe sure it. Is. We'll uh, believe thank it. you for. I was just hoping it was the flu or something like that, but thank you. I'm 100 percent sure it's COVID now. Thank you. <laughs> I'll let you say that. I'm not saying that, but that's what. But that's what was happening to my granddaughter, and you know that because they say it's a, <laughs> it's right. a different it's, thing. Yeah, this kind. 
Well, at least you know what you're battling with. You can have a better idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely have the knowledge. Right. I don't okay. think so. Three days. Oh, okay. Gone. Amen. Jesus Thank name. you. All right, you guys. You all be blessed. We'll talk to you again okay. later. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You're welcome. Amen, amen, amen. All right, let's go to our next caller. Let's see. Where did I move off here? I'm moving right along, guys. Oh, I got an early rise tomorrow. All right, 910709. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hi, Angela. This is Sylvia from North Carolina. Hi, Sylvia. Sylvia from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Great, great. Um, all right, that is good. Hold on a second. All right, Sylvia. God for you tonight for calling in, pressing in, coming on through. Hallelujah. God, we just thank you for Sylvia tonight. We thank you, Lord, as she begins to ha, I heard when I when you came on, I heard it prophesy to the wind. Hallelujah, Sylvia. Prophesy to the wind. Hold on a moment. Let me look something up real quick. Oh, hold on. You know, the enemy just really sometimes, he doesn't even want us to understand that um, we have power and authority and um, in our mouth, you know, and we can speak, we can declare, we can expect. And we can know that uh, there is power in what we release out of our mouth. So hold on. Let me just see if I can pull up something here. Bear with me. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Hmm. Hmm. Glory be to God. So I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to think where I saw this, but I just feel led to tell you that um, the enemy has, you know, feel like he's kind of made you feel like what you're saying doesn't have the power that God has given you to release a word, to um, to prophesy to the wind, and to say it'll be as God says it will be. And I don't know if you've encountered some situations lately that brought dismay, that made you feel like maybe you, well, what you're saying is not really having any effect on a situation. But I'm just here to encourage you tonight that I heard in my spirit, man, when you got on the phone, was to prophesy. It says in Ezekiel, and he said in Ezekiel 37, 9, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. So it's talking about believing the, uh, with the bones. And so I don't know, prophesy to the wind, it's like, is there something that's dead in your life? There's something that's dried up in your life? I just sense to tell you, Sylvia, prophesy 
to the wind and let the breath of God breathe on these situations again. Let that which was dead come alive. And you have the power, you have the authority in your mouth to release that thing as you prophesy over it, as you speak over it, as you release the word of God over it, as you declare and decree the blessings of God over it. Have faith in God that it will be as God says it'll be. And shut the naysayer's mouth in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, for your encouragement to her as she begins to prophesy to those things that the enemy has told her that was dead and done, but you have given her the authority to release life. We know that life and death is in the power, is in the tongue, and that as she begins to release and take the word of God for what it is, and by faith release it, she'll see things turn around. That which was dead shall live in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it, Lord. We expect it. We expect it to come to pass and for things to live that the enemy has told her were dead. We call them forth in Jesus' name. Amen. So how are you tonight, Sylvia? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Just a little tired from today, but I'm good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So how's it going? What do you want to share? Um, really not. Um, I'm just um going um so going through some things. Um, God has started using me a little more, and um. Just coming up against some things, but um, all is well. It is and well. I know that it's, yeah, I know it's always been the process, so I'm just pushing forward. Amen. Well, we don't have to, um, we don't have to worry about or be as concerned about what it looks like, but if God has right. given you a word and he has given you uh the authority to release a word over. I mean, the Lord has been dealing with me a, a lot lately as far as be very mindful of what you release out of your mouth. And, um, I mean, I, I mean, and, and as he began to deal, deal with me recently on that, I mean, I was amazed because I started really taking notes. And I think what I'm going to start to do this this week is I'm going to begin to write down some things that I'm releasing out of my mouth just so that I can see how often I release things out of my mouth that do not mean, uh, that do not have the authority to change something for the better, for the betterment of, of the kingdom of God. How many idle words am I releasing out of my mouth that I don't really hadn't really thought much about, but they are words that are being set forth into the atmosphere that are affecting my life and my environment. And I hadn't really thought until lately, it was like the Lord really dealt with me. He's like, be very careful about what you release out of your mouth. I mean, and the word speaks on idle words, you know, idle words. You know, we have to be very, very careful about what we say. A lot of times what we're thinking in our mind before we even can, you know, uh, 
you know, before we even know it, we've released it out of our mouth. And that has a great, great effect on the world that we are forming, that we have to deal with and we live with. And we actually are opening the door to things that are coming in because of some idle word we've let out of our mouth. So the Lord has been really dealing with me lately about that. And I think even after talking to you, I'm going to start to journal the words that I so I can get a better understanding on how I'm hindering what God is trying to do in my life by what I'm releasing out of my mouth. And we think sometimes that the words, they really, you know, they don't have a whole lot of uh, value or there's not a whole lot of anything attached to that. No, every idle word. The word says we have to give an account for it. And so I don't know why I'm saying that, but we just very need to be very careful about what we're releasing out of our, out of our mouth in this season, especially because the enemy is he's 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 using a lot of this that we don't even understand, and it's coming against us. And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to say that. Oh, I think mine is mostly words being spoken to. Uh-huh. Yeah, words being. Me. Words that are being spoken to you? Yeah. Well, you know how About to knock them me. down, right? Yeah, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I'm going through. Yes, that's basically what I'm going through. And, uh, yes, I know how to knock them down very well. All right. <laughs> so um, that goes back to the scripture. Okay. So... When we when I just read Ezekiel thirty seven nine, all right. So whatever's coming your way, you can yeah. release the word that you know somebody could be speaking death over you. Yeah. Not just physical death, spiritual death. You know, and um, you can take the word of God, and you can speak life where those words were meant for death. Death to a situation. Most when, yeah, most of the time, mm-hmm. well, all the time when it's spoken to me, um, I speak the word of God against what right. they just say. Yes. I think yep. I, uh, uh, what's going on is um, God has had told me to start preparing for um, my ministry as far as paperwork and everything. And I guess when he started using me more, I guess, you know, people take notice and they began to say things. But it doesn't bother me. But when it said, you know, to me, you know, then, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I speak the word back to it. Right. Well, we have to. I mean, yes. we have to. I mean, that is how we counteract the plan of the enemy. We prophesy mm-hmm. to it, you know, and it doesn't necessarily mean we have to go prophesy something to be. We prophesy against what's been spoken to us and against us. Right. You know, we counteract it you with the word of God. <laughs> yes, and sometimes when you do it and, and you counteract, um, you know, then... You know, sometimes they try to figure out, well, 
you know, they make it seem like you didn't supposed to say, you know, you didn't supposed to give them a word back, you know, that you're supposed to just <laughs> accept what they're speaking over you. But uh, before I was saved, I didn't even accept that. It's just the diff now I speak the word over it instead of speaking other words. So, <laughs> so right. it's getting... Yes, I'm I'm giving it back to them, but, you know, it's the word of God. But, you know, when you're just beginning in ministry, you know, that's that's just things, you know, some things you go through, you know. And, um, I understand. You know, you do a lot of church things, you know. And family things as well when you, when they notice, you know, uh, the change in you and what God has done, and and you're not the same. So you know it's just things I'm walking through. So I know what right. it means by side to the wind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like when you think about even like I was talking to Mike and Veronica about in the situation that's going out on out there with the the uh, storms and all of that, you know, I know people who, uh, you know, groups of people that I've been in connection with, excuse me, over some periods of time, you know, as um, you speak the word, like, you know, the winds or tornadoes or things like that, I know people who've actually spoken to the wind that was contrary, that was blowing in disaster, and they spoke to that wind, and they prophesied to that wind, and that wind had to go another direction. It couldn't come yeah. there and do, and do the devastation that the wind was on track to do. Why? Because they began to prophesy to the destruction of that wind, and it went another direction. So it's the same thing with us spiritually. Those things that are coming at us to destroy us, to come at us in a negative way, we can speak or prophesy to that so that it will change course, that whatever was sent out at us will have to change course and go in another direction. That might sound crazy to the normal individual, but those who are of God, we are a peculiar people. Hallelujah. And those who know their God will do great exploits. So it's nothing for us to think that we where we've been given instructions to prophesy against something. It doesn't mean that it has to be in a particular way or form or fashion. We can prophesy to those things that are coming at us and say, you got to go another direction. Uh, you, yes. you, you can't come this way. That can't come my way. I'm not going to let that land on me. I'm going to prophesy. I'm going to speak to it. It has to go another way. It has to operate in another fashion. It can't land here. Why? Because I have authority, and the word of God has given me that authority. And I don't care if it, I don't care who's released it. doesn't necessarily mean someone with a title is releasing something that is correct on your life either. Right. So I'll just leave that where that is right there. Cause. <laughs> yes, I understand it. <laughs> yes. Um, sometimes people think it's because they have a title that what they say is is like 
what they say is going to it, it is of God. I know people that have spoken things that have titles that what they released were not of God. Yes, yes. Their titles didn't give them any more superiority in the spirit realm than I have because uh, it, it's not based on your title. It's based on your walk with God. Yes. But some people are tripped up with that. They think yes, that Prophet Bobo says it, then he has a title that whatever he releases out of his mouth is of God. No, because sometimes people's flesh gets intermixed with the spirit and contaminates the word that's being released. Yes. Sometimes people have unnatural motives for releasing words. They have nothing to do with what God's real intent was for that word. But they feel like they have an authority and everyone is accepted because they have a title. Title does right. not give someone the authority, oh. nor does it function someone's authority over you if they're not operating under the authority of God. It could be man-made authority. Huh. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. The title does not make the person who they are. Amen. I don't know why I'm saying all of that, but uh, I think that's where people have really gotten people off track is because they want them to think because they have a title that everything that proceeds out of their mouth is of God when it necessarily may not be. It could be a contaminated situation where the flesh has been intermingled and what you're hearing is not really what God had intended them to say. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Amen. Well, we got yeah, but <laughs> yep. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, exactly. That's exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's we it. don't just let something just stick on us because somebody has a title. That's not yes. what this is about. You know? Yep. Okay. All right. I just feel like, you know, you needed some encouragement in that area. Yeah, that's exactly where it's in that area. Thank you. Yeah. Be encouraged. You know, be encouraged. Right. You know, I've found myself many places at many times lately just, you know, what you say, just stowing away with God, just hiding in God, uh, just getting out of all of that type of stuff because uh-huh. so much yeah. of it is polluted, so much of it is contaminated to the fact that I don't need to find myself in a place where things that I feel are in, are contaminated are being released over me. Yes. You know? He says um, that I was um, going through things and um Eventually, when it gets really bad, he said, that's when it's going to be time for me to go to start my mm-hmm. own ministry. So I'm walking through, you know, now mm-hmm. because I know that um, he's going to move me because he says mm-hmm. that um, because certain things there, I'm not soaring to the place that he needs me to soar through because of 
too because of where I am. So he's going to move yeah. me. Right. And, you know, the enemy's not really happy when, when, when they, when the enemy can see that um, they can't, uh, he can't really twist you into a place because you're looking for somebody else's word to be spoken, you know, like, like you have to depend on what man is saying. The enemy doesn't want us to be independent of that. We need to be right. independent of that and be connected to the spirit of God, you know. And the enemy doesn't like that because he realizes if we get to that place and when we get to that place, the control is no longer active there. It's not activated. It's, it can't do what it normally would do. And it's about control. Yeah. It's a controlling spirit. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to believe to believe it or not, it's very it's very much so uh you know, it's very active and it's very alive right now. Um and it has been for a while, but there is a controlling spirit that um that goes along with some titles that really are not connected to the things of God. I mean, yeah. I'm just bold enough to feel Anyway, we yeah, just have to discern what is of God yeah. and what is not. It has nothing to do right. pretty much with the title. Right. And, and okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Sylvia, I hope that helps you a little bit. I know God always, is, he speaks to you in, in, a, in a very, you know, unique way, very encouraging because, you know, there are some things that God wants to do and he wants you to be free to do them and, know that he is with you and regardless of what it looks like you know you can always depend on God and his support when you're doing his will amen all right well we'll continue to believe in faith and you you just know you know who you are in God you don't have any you don't need someone to define who you are you know who you are in God yeah Amen. amen Okay. All right, Sylvia, is there anything else? Oh, no, that's it. God bless you. All right, God bless you. Have a great week. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Good night. All right. Good night. Good night. All right, so we are moving on. Let's see. Let's go to nine nine one zero seven zero nine. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Oh, you didn't know. Mute me. Oh, I see. I didn't. Okay. I must have clicked on the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Good night. Good night. I think I may have clicked on the hit the wrong one. All right. Let's go to 803-991. Who am I speaking with? Oh, uh, well. Sorry, y'all. These things keep moving. So 803-991. Hi, Angela Joy. This is Angela, South Carolina. Hi, Angela. I kept missing. I kept ready to click on you and moved. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Praise God. <laughs> how How are you doing tonight, Angela? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for Angela from North Carolina. Hallelujah, glory, glory, glory. 
Um, hold on a moment, Angela. As soon as I spoke your it's name, let me go. Yeah, I talked to you a lot. I'm sorry. I'm trying to put you up north. Okay. <laughs> you know, hey, you might want to go north. It might be a little bit cooler. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. It might be a little bit cooler, but right now we're going to keep you in the south. Hold on a minute. Let me search something up, then I'll talk to you. How have you been? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Good. Yeah, let me just look this up. The scripture came to me. And um, let me search it up. If I can find it. And this goes along with, um, ah, here it is. All right, so this goes along with your assignment, I feel like, Angela, in the earth and the commission on your life. I just feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. The commission on your life. So Matthew thirteen forty six says, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Hallelujah. That is the, is that the King James? It is. Let's go to Matthew 13. Let's read the verse before it. Praise God. All right. So what did I say? Yeah, so that's 1340. Again, the kingdom, so Matthew thirteen forty four, And again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure hid in a field, the which when a man has found, he hideth, or I think that's hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he has and buyeth that field. And then the scripture after that, and again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. So what I'm saying to you, Angela, is that I sense that the Lord is letting you know that kind of how your life is and how your journey has been. Because you realize that you found a treasure that you will not hide. And when you attained that treasure, you realize that it was of great price. And you were willing to sacrifice all that you might be able to share with others this pearl of great price and uh, willing to give it all for it. And so it's kind of like I sense a commission on your life is that how much you value this great 
relationship, this thing that you have found in God, that not only do you understand what you have found, but you realize that whatever is necessary and needed to sacrifice to keep it, you're willing to do it. And um, not only are you willing to do it, but you're willing to share it with others. And, that, you know, I just sense to tell you that God sees that you understand there's great value in what you have. You know, it's great value in knowing the God that you serve. There's great value in having a relationship with Jesus. Uh, and I don't know, it just seems like over the years, it seems like it's become even more valuable and more important that you are willing to, you know, lay it all down so that you can share with others this great price, this great prize of this pearl that you found that is of great price. And, um, you know, that's kind of your life, you know, that's what your life means. You know, that's what your, your being is about is having this pearl of great price. And, um, you know, like the word says, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant seeking godly pearls. The kingdom of God in your life is that you sought this and you attained it and you know the value of what you have and you want to share it with others. So I don't know. That that verse just came to me. So anyway, I'm kind of just rambling. So how are you tonight and what do you say about that? Amen. I received that, Angela Joy. I was thinking about you today. Um, it was because of you and the word you spoke to me probably about three years ago maybe about three years ago, um, about my ministry, that the attack on my father was because of my ministry. And I was really yeah, meditating on that today. <laughs> I remember you, you felt a little, I can remember you're, you were like, mm, you didn't know what to think. Yeah, I didn't at that time. I didn't know because um, like I, said, I hadn't been to my family church in years, and so I knew when you said it, I was like, I, I know there's nothing there at that church for me, but mm-hmm. that wasn't my ministry. You know, the ministry is your life, it's your walk, it's your, you know, how you mm-hmm. live for God, and um, I uh, didn't understand it when you told me I didn't really understand it at the time, and so God has grown me into it, and when you said attack, I said attack on my father, because you know, you're battling a lot of health issues and stuff. And um, right. we battle a lot of issues. And um, as I was thinking about it today, I was, I was so grateful because I was like, God, if I would have knew this in my, you know, teenage years or, you know, years ago when, you know, but everything has its timing. But, um, you know, I thank God for the word you gave me that day because it made me think. It made me ponder. And I still wasn't getting a clear understanding until Papa Randy said something the next time. It was, I don't know if it was years later or a year later or so, but... He's like, get into a ministry. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm going to go. <laughs> you know, and um, that's when I began to look at the, and a couple of prophecies I got on about healing and deliverance. I got the prophecies first, and then I started really looking to healing and deliverance ministry. But I never, mm-hmm. never crossed my mind. And so um, I was thinking about you today, and I was like, I, I was thanking God for you because that those words I just remember it to this day, you know, the way you, when you said it, and you was like, I don't know what that means, Angela. I'm, you know, you told me later about you was it wasn't like an attack as far as what I was thinking, because I was thinking, you know, because I, I messed yeah. up or something, you know. And so um, 
Yeah, and so uh, I was just pondering on that today and um, just really asked, like you were saying in your message tonight, I fasted last week, um, but this week I plan to fast. You know, sometimes you'll fast or I'll, I'll fast, mm-hmm. and I don't be thinking about trying to fast. It's just that I can't really, I don't want to eat what's around here. I don't want to fast food some days I don't want no, you know, so I don't eat. And, and you know, sometimes that's, that's the best fast to do, but I'm planning this fast that I'm doing this week, so... I hear you talk mm-hmm. about it tonight. I was like, oh, that's a confirmation for me again. But I was listening to this, this yeah, other prophet a couple weeks ago. Yeah, his name is Prophet Ed Cicinelli out of, out of Texas in New York. But he was saying when he fasts, he fasts like from 6 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the uh, p.m. You know, there, I guess there are different types of fasts. That, and, you know, I've yeah, done a, yeah, a four-day fast straight with no food, just like you said, water. Just mm-hmm. You know, and I tell you, right. your energy, I mean, it, yeah, it's a fight that first day, <laughs> that first, second day, when you're doing a fast, for me it was, because you want to eat everything. Right. You think you don't want us to right. eat, but then when you start fasting, you're like, ooh, I'm hungry. But once right. you get over that slump, for me, once I get over it, I'm I'm good. I'm like, wow, I feel energy. I feel lighter, and you know. So, yeah. So I know exactly what you awesome. were saying. With, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Tonight, that's. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like I said, I never really experienced a fast like I had these last three because it's just like what you said, you know, like the first day, you know, you kind of have that struggle, and then after you you reach that place, then it's like, oh, it kicks in. But this was so different because I, I mean, literally the Spirit of God woke me up I have never had that happen to me, but I had been talking to the Lord about fasting because I know I needed to, you know, like what you're saying, like what he did, you know, the six in the morning to six in the afternoon. Okay. I can evening, I can do that, you know, and uh, I have done that periodically. And then I've done the Daniel type fast where you just eat, you know, basically I'll just eat nuts and fruit, not even fruit, basically just nuts and vegetables or, you know, maybe fruit. And I've done that, but just where it was nothing but basically water for the three days, you know, I hadn't done that one in a while. And it was almost like the Lord says, that's the fast I'm calling you to. Like, I didn't choose the fast. He chose it for me. Mm -hmm. So when he chose it for me, man, it was, it was, it was a supernatural experience, Angela. It was a super. Because I woke up and he says, I've, I've called you to a fast. And then it was basically, he chose the fast for me. Because I was thinking when he said, I'm calling you to a fast, I was like, well, what, am, what fast am I going to do? I'm gonna, am I going to do? Is it a Daniel fast or, you know? And then it was like, no, I've chosen the fast for you. So when I got up, I knew immediately that it was, and I didn't have any problem. It was supernatural. So it's almost like God his mercy for me, his love for me, where I've been talking to him about things that I have not seen come to pass. And it was almost like I sensed and felt the compassion of God, like I want to do something for her. I want to give her that that she needs to get what she's been asking me for. You know, because, you know, like I said, some things the word tells us only comes through by that next ingredient put in there of prayer and with fasting, you know. 
Right. And so I knew that's what I was missing, and I just felt like when I got up that morning, I felt the compassion of God saying, I want to do this for you. I want you to get these. It's not like I'm withholding these things from you. I want you to have them. So this is what, this is the kind of fast that I'm calling you to. It was amazing. I I remember I took a shower. I was like crying, you know, like I just felt the love of God, just knowing God is just or even more concerned about what he wants me to have than I am. Right. You know? Why? For his glory, for his honor, as a testimony of who he is, not who I am, that I'm able to do this. No, but that God is, this is the God I serve. And then I was, um, you know, I, I, I went to the scripture above where it says in Matthew 13 to 43, in relation to you, Angela, it's like, then shall the righteous shine forth as sun in the kingdom of their father who has ears to hear let them hear so is it for you to shine god has called you you know uh where you have sought this pearl of great price why so that the righteous you the righteousness of God in you shall shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. That's what it's about. That you would shine forth in the kingdom of your father as a testimony of who he is. See, I just said there's some people God does not trust with certain things. You know, we all have uh, an assignment. We're all here for a purpose, you know, that God has ordained for us even before the foundation of the earth. And part of it, what I'm sensing with you, Angela, is that you shall shine. You are the righteousness of Christ Jesus. And that because you have salt, it wasn't like something just happened. You salt, (laughs) my God this pearl of great price. You found it, and you were willing to sell what it says in Matthew thirteen forty six, forty six. 46. Found the pearl of great price and went and sold all that he had and bought it. All that you had access to or could have desired to hold on to, Angela, you got rid of it, and you accessed only the pearl of great price. You were willing to let go of whatever it is you had for this pearl of great price. I don't know what it is that, you know, you may have had to sacrifice per se. It may not have been anything tangible per se, but it was something that God saw in you that you sacrificed once you found this pearl of great price. And because of that, you are now the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus so that you can shine forth as sun in the kingdom of your father. So I don't know. That just, I don't know. God just put that all wow. together. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I see that. To say that. Wow. Glory to God. Yeah. Glory. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Glory. Yeah. That That's pretty is. powerful right there. That is. Yeah. 
And he knows your heart. He wants you to understand that. He sees your heart. And, you know, other people don't see our heart. God only can see our heart, you know, unless God allows someone to see it and he reveals it to them. But, you know, God always sees our heart. He always knows our motives. He always knows, you know, what 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 we are sacrificing, what we're holding on to, and, and, you know, the intent of our heart. He always knows that. And so it's like he's just saying to you tonight, I see your heart. You know, I know that you're willing to lay it all down because you realize that what you found is a pearl of great price. And since you found it, God wants to use it so that you can show forth the light of his kingdom. You know, so anyway, that's just, I just love that. It just wow. sounds awesome. That's, <laughs> yes, that is. Oh, the fire of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. me too. I was like, you know, that 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 sounds pretty good there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a <laughs> up and down battle, but mm-hmm. you know, kept me yeah. grateful for that. You know, and having encouragement of PGN helps you to walk this right. and Don't ever take it for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I thank you. I so feel much. like you've broken. And I feel like you've broken out of something. I don't know. That's what I'm feeling in my spirit, that you broke, you've broken out of something. You've broken out of the, <laughs> the bands of tradition. You, you're breaking out of it. And why? Because of what you found in Christ. It had nothing to do with, you know, the religious aspect per se of it, but what you experienced personally as, you know, seeking after God and what he had to offer and, you know, just willing to, you know, experience you know, the naysayers experienced the uh, people who thought contrary of the way you thought and were willing to, like, felt like they had to say something about it. It's like you didn't really care uh, because you know what you had found, and it didn't compare to what they were trying to offer. And if you want to come against it, then that's your own business. But I know what I found. Ah, glory be to God. I know what I found, you know, and it doesn't compare to what you tried to offer me. You know what? What you know? People want to try to give you something that you know you realize that what they offer is it doesn't value up to what you found, and because you didn't Amen. willing, you weren't willing to lay down what you found just so that you could be buddies with them and accept what they offered. You know, they looking at you and saying some kind of stuff. You know, but it was like you just it didn't matter. I know what I found. I found this pearl of great price, and I'm willing to tell somebody else about. It. You know, Man. and whatever has to be sacrificed yeah. for me to let you know I found it. I really don't care. So, anyway. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. <laughs> you know, welcome. Yeah, because, you know, I kind of have the same mindset from mm-hmm. myself. I don't care what you say about me. Oh, so you, you, see, I well, you sound like you know that very well. <laughs> I do know that extremely you well. You already well there, Rose. You say you know. Well, I don't care what you say about me, hey, because I know what I found, and it doesn't compare to what you have yeah. to offer. <laughs> and I'm not willing to to back up and, and take some wooden nickels for something when I know I found the pearl of great price. Yeah. Yes, Lord. Just so it can be attached Lord. to a title. Or something man-made that you set up that, you know, 
no, no, no. I'm not I'm not interested. <laughs> not interested. <laughs> not at all. That's right. Amen, amen. So what's been all going right. on, Angela? <laughs> I'm just, just working and, you know, trusting God for the, you know, where I'm where I'm working at and stuff. Like I say, it's, it's, it's been some of a, somewhat of a battle there as far as, you know, um, sales and stuff. But, you know, God is good. And, um, you know, I'm, I, um, they're working on my writing and stuff like that. And ain't too much going on right now. But like you were saying about your prophecies that you've gotten, like, you know, some stuff I want God to, you know, bring forth in my life, too, because, I got a lot of words and stuff that haven't come to pass, and sometimes it, right. it bothers you because you're like, well, what's going on? And, mm-hmm. um, it, it can be make you feel impatient, and you don't want to get out of his will. No, I know I don't, but um, it's just, you know, when you go back and that's why I write it down, the prophecies I do have. I got notebooks, and I, every now and then when I say I need to look oh, at my yeah. book, I go open it up and that's read my awesome. prophecies. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's very encouraging. I mean, for you to have that set up like that, um, you know, I wish I was quite as disciplined. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, um, and with my life, it just seems to be so busy. But, yeah, that's awesome. And and I have attempted and started journaling at one time, and I'll do it for a while, though. But what I do try to do is do keep, you know, um, something by me where I can, like, well, the other night when God told me to get up, you know, when he told me what he was going to do, I was like, oh, okay. And he woke me up. I mean, how can you forget that? You know, like I'm calling you right. to the Right, oh, yeah. Um, you know, but a lot of times I do try to keep something near the bed where I can write something down. And if God speaks to me, because something had happened the other day, and I um, I didn't write it down, and but I, later on I did, you know, it, thank God it came back. But, yeah, uh, because it's so important when God speaks to us to really, I mean, it's almost like telling God that when we do that is that we value what he's saying to us. You know, it's kind of like when you're in a class and the teacher is teaching and, you know, they, you know how important it is for you to take notes so that you can remember right. what the teacher taught, you know, because it's a test coming, you know. And right. If you didn't take note, if you didn't pay attention, and you didn't value it, first of all, hmm, my God, that just came to me. It's almost like if you don't value what God is saying, if you didn't value what the teacher was telling you, it showed you didn't because you didn't write it down and take note of it. So that, and not only was it going to be of value to you, I mean, to them per se, as far as you know, they're telling you, and you respect what they're telling you to do. But it was going to be value to you. You know, yes, sometimes That's the teacher right. looks at it as disrespect. You know, you're not taking note on what I'm telling you. You know, don't you know my God might very well look at us the same way? You don't value what I'm telling you. You're not even taking note of what I'm telling you to do. This is for your benefit. When the tests come, you're going to have something. You're going to have some knowledge. You're going to be able to revert back and look at it and say, oh, yeah, I, I remember that. I need to do this. Why? Because I was taught to do this. This was the instruction that was given, and I valued the person who was giving me the instruction enough to write it down. Amen. My God. Man. You know? That's so a lot awesome. of times yes. 
it ain't just about us. It's about us even acknowledging and reverencing God as who he is. So we take note of when the master speaks. My God, we're not talking about some ordinary man. We're talking about when the master speaks. My God. Take note of what the master is speaking. Oh, yeah, we'll benefit. Hallelujah. Because when the trials and the tests come, we'll have information that we have taken note of that we can apply to the situation when we're at that place. But not only that, it shows reverence and respect and honor for that who gave us the information. Yeah. To reverence God, to honor him, to take word, to take note of his word, letting him know we respect your word, God. We honor your word, God. We know there's value in what you're telling us, God. It ain't just like some little somebody came up and just, you know, gave us a tidbit of information and, you know, some person we don't don't value. No, this is God talking. Preaching for myself now, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're preaching it. You are preaching it. Amen. That is so true. Because when I first came to PG, I used to um, actually, I had a, I would go back and play the, episodes, you know, the next day or whatever, I would record it on my tape recorder, but then, you know, one day I was like, you know what, I need to write this down, get statements up or something, and I started writing down in 2019 when I started writing my prophecies down with PGN, ever since that day, I got a notebook, I'm about to fill up this notebook, y'all looking at it a little while ago, I'm about to buy another notebook, (laughs) so, yeah, each and every prophet that speaks to me, Mm -hmm. I sure do, go back and play it, write it down, Jesus, and you know what? That's just a testimony mm-hmm. on what God is doing in you because not only that, Angela, he, he sees it, and he sees how you reverence what is coming from the from the word and what's coming through the spirit of God. You reverence that. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Praise yeah. God. Some days I have to go pull out my books. I say when I need some encouragement, I go pull out my prophecies. I think I think he, um I think it's Paul told Timothy to do that in some in the mm-hmm. which, I think it was in yes. to go back and we and need encouragement. Encourage yourself. Go look at your prophecies. That's what I'll do. Some days yes. I'll take my day. I say you know what I'm not going to read nothing else. I'm going to look at my prophecies today, and I go and read back Great. what PGN escaped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what I used to do, and I need to write them down because I would go back and I would listen to. I was. At one point, <laughs> you know, like my life has just gone so many different directions, but uh would go back and listen to them and take note. But, yeah, I, I, I'm going to get back into that because that is, um, I mean, the Lord, you know, like when he spoke to me, it's like God is saying, you know, when he speaks to us and tells us something and we, it's just like a, a normal situation. Your parent tell you to do something or give you instruction and, and they see that you take a note of that and, you're doing this because you want to please them. You're being obedient. I mean, think in the natural how a parent feels when a child does that, you know? Right. How much more does God, you know, of course he sees us, so how we reverence and respect the word that he's given to us, you know? And even though it's coming through a man, the spirit will bear witness what's of God, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 
Put them all down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write yours tomorrow when I get home from work. All right, yes. you gave it tonight. <laughs> I almost forgot what I said. Yes. <laughs> I know it was in Matthew. I'm going to go look up that scripture, read it for myself. Like oh, yeah, yeah, Matthew. yeah. Yeah, uh, the pearl of great price. That's um, uh, Matthew. Here it is, right? Matthew thir- uh, thirteen. In Matthew thirteen, you know, read the whole thing. So that's kind of yeah. how you know. I just, I, you know, you realized you had, you know, you found this great treasure, and um, yes, I amen. Have. Amen. I have. Yes, you have. Amen. All right. Was there something in particular you wanted prayer for? No, not really, Angela. I thank you so much. I mean, well, you can pray for my mother. You can pray for my mother. I appreciate that. Um, and my family, just my family overall, um, that the Lord just draw us all closer to him and we all come to one agreement, okay. one accord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, we just thank you, Lord, as Angela being, my God, thank you, Jesus. And I just kind of saw um, like a court scene, you know, like courts of heaven. And um, as she comes before the righteous judge, God, and she pleads the case not only for herself but for her family, God. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, even though the enemy would come to accuse. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus is our advocate. And he is at the right hand of the Father. And he's forever interceding for us. And even as Angela has brought before her case before the righteous judge, our God, our Father, Jesus, the advocate, is continually interceding. And and even though he intercedes for us, Angela has come before the righteous judge and she's pleading her case. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Uh, you know, Father, sometimes we think that, you know, we don't understand the power in the released word. You know, when we release, you know, you go in a natural situation, you know, we, um, with the courtroom, you know, somebody comes into a courtroom and they don't open their mouths and say anything and, and, and they don't have, they don't try to plead their case, you know, you know, God knows, but we we gotta open up our mouths and we have to release things and we have to speak things uh, before the judge. We gotta let the judge know uh, our our case, even though he knows our case. There is power in us releasing the word concerning our case. And so, Lord, I thank you tonight as Angela is coming before the righteous judge, releasing the word concerning the case for her family, for her mother. For those who she loves, those that are in connection and relationship with her, she's pleading the case. She's brought it before the Father. And, Lord, we thank you that Jesus, the intercessor, our advocate, is at the right hand, and he is attorney. Hallelujah. Before the righteous judge, as she brings this case for her family, and we thank you, God, that the word that she's released, and that the, the the case that she's presented, Lord, we thank you that it's covered with prayer and that the blood of Jesus was enough for the case to be won. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you. 
and she will see things happening, and she will be able to uh, understand and be a part of what God is about to do in this next season. And she will continually release the word and the case concerning her family and understand that God is a righteous judge. And he knows the situation. He knows every circumstance. And, Lord, we thank you. will be made right. It will be ready. It will be set because of her pleading for her family. We thank you, Lord, that the relationships will be strengthened. We thank you, Lord, that the love will begin to even be greater. Lord, in those situations and those people, she really doesn't understand. God, she lays it at the righteous judge's feet. <laughs> at the case, she pleads the case. And she believes because of the blood, it's a done deal. The lying accusations of the enemy, has they have to stop. He has to shut his mouth because she's already brought it before the righteous judge. And the case has been heard. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for Jesus, who is forever interceding. And we stand here knowing tonight that God is a just God. And we give you glory, God, for being God. In Jesus' name, amen. And I don't know what all that was about, but I'm, thank you, I felt like I was just right in a courtroom situation. <laughs> you took me there, too. I was right there with you. Wow, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yes, Lord. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, well, we look forward to talking to you again, and you have a blessed week, and um, we'll talk to you later, Angela. <laughs> thank you, Angela Joy. Thank All you right. so much. God bless you, too. You have a blessed week also. All right, thank you. You, too. Okay. All right, good night. Good night. Amen. Lord be to God. All right, let's go to our next caller. And let's see. What is that? Yeah, 251229. Hello, how are you? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? This is Sarah. Yes, Sarah, how are you tonight? Doing well. Enjoying the show. Well, I'm glad you all. I was like, I have got um, got a couple more callers, and then I'll be off. And I was like, oh God, I had um, you know, I've got to get up early. And I was like, wow, I they really threw one on me. So anyway, <laughs> we'll be okay. All right, let's pray for you, Sarah. Thank you, thank you for calling in, Lord. We just thank you uh, for Sarah tonight. We thank you, Lord, that. Hallelujah. She continues to carry the torch. She continues to carry the torch, Lord, um, to light the way. Glory be to God. Continuing to carry the torch to light the way for those who don't see, those who don't can't find their way, Lord. Even for, you know, her family, her household, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that she carries the torch, Lord, to enlighten and to brighten and and to show direction and to give instruction and and lord how it is important sarah i just sense to tell you that it's important you continue to light the torch because there's some there seems to be just some things that people just aren't too sure about they're not too clear on 
and it's because they don't really have an understanding or that close of a walk with God where they can really even understand what it is that they need to do or what steps they need to take. So it's dependent upon you and how you the way, how you live your life, how you continue to show um, others that God is who he said he is and that just by releasing the word and, and, and letting them know that this God that you serve is a, is, a, is a God they can trust, you're going to light the way for some people. You're going to light the way for those who are like, they're not, they can see, but they can't see. I know it may sound a little weird. They can see, but they can't see. And it's almost like with you lighting the way, they're able to pick up and details. And what they can't see, they'll be able to say, well, I know Sarah, she knows, she knows the way. She knows who this God is. She understands who he is. She knows about him. And because of that, we can, we can look at how she's lighting the way, and, and she's going to enlighten us to walk out of some stuff that we couldn't see our way out of because she's helped to light the way by the word of God, by the way she lives her life, by the what she's releasing out of her mouth. It helps to light the way. So, Lord, we thank you for, the, for that tonight. We thank you, Lord, that she will continue to light the way and that there are others who are following. There are others who need an understanding. There's others who need enlightenment. And Sarah, continue to light the way. You don't even know right now who is really watching you. Hmm. But there are people watching. You may not even know they're watching, but there are others watching, and they're dependent upon, upon you having the way lit so they can see more than they could have seen before. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I'm just, you know, I'm excited uh, with that word, uh, Prophet Angelo Joy, because, you know, the word of the Lord is, I mean, he just uses you, first of all, uh, as as his spiritual mouthpiece. Um, I say that to say this, that, you know, I'm just going to give with, with, Someone was telling me, well, I'm 52, right? I'm just going to tell you my age. (laughs) And one girl was like, (laughs) you're older than me? I didn't way older than me. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, I am. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. You sound so good, sister. You sound, I mean, you sound real young for your age. I don't know how old you are. Well, I know. And you don't have to. I, <laughs> I, I thought I told y'all before. I'm not saying it right now, but anyway, I thought. Oh, I'm in my 60s, Sarah. In your 60s? I am senior citizen officially, Social Security. Praise God, hallelujah. My <laughs> prophet is Angela Joyce sounds so good. And I'm sure you look good and got yourself walking in the spiritual way of the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. I, yes, I would have never known. I would have never I don't know what happened with me, but I have people telling me that all the time. Even, you know, like my people that I talk to on the phone every day, and I, you know, I'll 
they'll say something and I'll say, you know, talk about age, and they're like, you sound like you're like in your 30s or 40s. I'm like, no, my dear. <laughs> no. My Lord. My mindset is so different from, you know. But anyway, Sarah, mm. go ahead and say what you're going to say. I don't want you to. I don't want you to lose that. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm 52, right? And so this woman of God, we were talking, and um, she's real. Her name is Robin, and she's real, you know, nice and everything. And she was like, "Okay, she's 59." And she was like, okay, it's time for you to get married. Why? Because you're so young. And I said, wait a minute. <laughs> I said, the joy of the Lord. <laughs> I said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I let him lead and guide the way, and I follow. I said, I'm not going to. And I don't, you know, and, and that's where, the I guess, the torch comes in, letting the Lord lead and guide. Because, and I follow because I said, I'm not going to make the decisions I've made before where I'm like, okay, Lord, you sit on the passenger side, and we're going to run into the wall. I don't want to <laughs> make the decision yes. myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. I said, I'm saying that. I'm, I'm tired of running to it, but I said, I'm saying that to say this. The joy of the Lord is my strength, and where he leads, yeah. I follow. So, <laughs> so that you know, so it's just showing you whatever he's uh, speaking and giving you. It is so prophetic, Angela Joy, and I thank the Lord for you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, because I, you know, in all honesty, I never, no, that I didn't ever see myself doing this. I mm-hmm. have had to fight many a battle. Many a battle, and I guess, you know, there are battles that are still going on, that are still wars and still being raged, and of uh, about me accepting or walking into the place that God has, has called me to. It's been a real battle, mm-hmm. and I've had real opposition along the way. That's why I'm just so thankful to PGN and to Prophet Randy, you know, with this uh opportunity to, you know, release the word of God over people and to, you know, be able to be used the way God would have me be used. Because for so many years, um, you know, I just didn't have a lot of value. I didn't think a lot of, of what I had to offer the kingdom of God, even though I knew I had something, but I was never encouraged to to do it. So that's why I'm so, you know, like, uh, and that's I was speaking with Angelo off the phone. I think it was Angelo and I was, we were talking about, you know, the word that has been spoken over us, uh, how we have to, well, it wasn't so much Angelo. I think it might have been Sylvia. You know, we just have to, regardless of what people have said, we have to have that kind of understanding and relationship with God that we understand no matter what people say. We will be who God has called us to be. And, you know, some people, I, yeah, it was Sylvia. And some people, they actually, you know, because they have a title, they have, you know, it's almost like 
they have been given more authority to hear from God. And sometimes they do, but sometimes people are caught up in their title and they and they, it's got mixed in with their flesh to they are not really hearing what God is saying. And then they don't want to encourage you to be who God wants you to be because sometimes they're threatened by what they believe God wants to do in and through you. So many times in my life I've gone through situations where I felt like, you know, I wasn't given the opportunity to be who God had called me to be because I think there were people who didn't want me to be who God called me to be because it affected their title. You know, I was in, you know, organizations where, and I'll just be upfront and honest, you know, I was married to someone that I think because because they knew God wanted to use me, they didn't want me to be who God had called me to be because it would affect their title. They would have thought that people might have been wanting me to pray for them and they would they, their title would have been threatened. So it's just, you know, so I really appreciate you saying that because, um, you know, God has really helped me. And, you know, just being a part of what God is doing here with PGN is let me and allow me to be who God has called me to be. I'm not caught up in titles. I just want to be a servant of God. I just want to be the person that God can trust. You know, I want him to be able to trust me. I want him to be able to know that, you know, I'm here to do this for him, not for me. And I don't want any kind of accolades for it or, you know, any kind of anything except to, except to be known as a child of God who's being obedient. So, anyway, I don't know what that's all about, but I just want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I mean, hey, if the shoe fits where it, I mean, the Lord has given you uh, the prophetic word to share uh, on PGN and so many um, prophetic words that everybody has on PGN. It's a blessing, you know. It's a it blessing a for blessing. those that are that 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 lost uh, need to carry the torch, um, and those who just need direction, you know. Yeah, and I'm so thankful for PGN because it is so unique, you know, uh, in that aspect, as you know. It, it just really is a it's a unique uh, ministry that God has raised up, you know, in the body of Christ. And it has, you know, of course, it has a lot to do, you know, with our founder. You know, Prophet Chandler is like, you know, he basically is encourages people to be what God has called them to be. And you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times in the normal sense, you you're in environments where people are threatened. And they don't want you to be who God called you to be. Like I was saying earlier, like I was in a situation where, you know, I think if I had been encouraged to be who God had called me to be, it would have threatened somebody's Mm -hmm. title. You know, they weren't comfortable with me operating in the manner that God had had wanted me to to operate in because it affected, I think, what they thought, a strange way of looking at things, their title, mm-hmm. you know, because people are caught up in titles. They're, they mm-hmm. think that this thing is competition. I'm not in competition with anyone. I don't ever desire to be competition. I just want to be me. I just want to be 
who God called me to be. And if I'm comfortable being who God called me to be, why can't you be comfortable calling, you know, with God uh, operating in what God called you to be? Because there's enough going on, there's enough going on in the things of the spirit that we don't have to feel like what I do is going to have some effect on what you're doing. We're just all going to do what we're supposed to do, and it's going to all work together. That's why it's called the body of Christ, you know. Yeah. My right finger can't yeah. do what my left finger does. It's on my left hand, you know. And, and so it's doing it's doing a different function in a different place, you know. It's just, it's just you know, my toe can't do what my hand does. You know what I'm saying? We just do what God has called us to do. Nobody has to feel threatened or intimidated by somebody else's gift or calling, but it's so prevalent in the body of Christ. That's why I so admire Prophet Randy and what is happening here with PGN. He's not threatened by anything. He just wants people to be God-fearing, God-loving people who will do what God has called them to do. And I don't see that a whole lot in some brick-and-mortar places. I mean, they think this is some sort of competition. And, and, you know, so many brick-and-mortar places, these churches, people are so threatened by the call of God on other people's lives that they try to hinder, stop, and block that person from being who God has called them to do to be because they're threatened by their title being taken away. What kind of hmm. stuff is this that's going on in the body of Christ? I know. You don't have to be threatened by other people's gifts, you know, and I don't know. That's a whole nother Believe show. It is. I know that, and it's so true. It is so true, Prophetess Angela Joy, because it is so true. Um, there was an incident, and I'm just going to, you know, say this to make it short, uh, make a long story short, but they, it was the church, the body of Christ, and they um, had an argument. It was time to change pastors, and they wanted to take away, they wanted to decrease his amount that he gets per month. This is this is so true. They wanted to decrease his amount that he gets per month and I tell you he was a senior citizen. And I mean I'm just saying that to say this. And they wanted him out of it. So when it came time to voting time to see who was gonna take over, they said, Don't vote for him. You have to vote vote for him but we're gonna decrease his pay. In other words, try to get him out of there and they had arguments and everything. Guess where it took place? In the sanctuary, the argument. And mm. my daughter came through. Yep, and Leah came through. She was 13. She says, Mom, I don't want to go to that church anymore. I said, what's wrong? She said, they're arguing instead of the, instead of the uh, fellowship hall, put it in the sanctuary. She said, that's, that's not right, Mom. And she noticed that she was just 13. I mean, we're talking about people that were in in the in the supposed to make up the body of Christ, but they're doing an argument and trying to decrease his wages or what what have you in the sanctuary. So yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot that goes on yeah. with that. So that's just said something. I I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, when you think about it, basically it's politics in the church. And, um, you know, uh, like it's a political arena and, you know, people are it's, – it's not for me. And um, I, I, I just know that from my own personal experience that sometimes people are not allowed to operate in the things that God has called them to do because people are threatened by the calling on that person's life that they might feel there's some sort of competition and they may be upstaged. And how sad, you know. So, um, but that happens a lot. You know, it happens a lot and it, unfortunately it's still happening and it's been happening from the beginning. But, uh, you know, I just love being a part of PGN because it is, you know, you know, Freedom. it's what God has raised up. And God and the freedom of being able to do what God has called me to do without feeling like there's some, you know, and, and Prophet Randy mentions it a lot. You know, I heard him say, because sometimes I don't get to hear the whole program because I'm working. But I heard him say the other night, he was saying, you know, there's so many different flavors with PGN. You know, you you know, we're all different. We all operate differently. We all, you know, minister differently. And so, um, you know, it just, that's just the way it is, and it's good because it's something that, you know, suits people's different flares of life and appetites, and, you know, it just goes along with the fact that there are so many things in the body of Christ, that so many people, so many, you know, we're all different, but we all make up the body of Christ. And, you know, you might like this something this way, and I might like something another way. But it's still the body of Christ. It's still giving Jesus. But you may like the way it's served up, like, hey, it's a country buffet here in my town. One country buffet, they might serve it up differently than the other one does. But I still like country buffet, but I I, I can have it served up in a different way. And it's kind of like with PGN, it's served up in a different way. And so that was really awesome about that. And uh, what I do like about PGN is that, You'll be who God, you're going to be who God called you to be, and Prophet Randy doesn't have a problem with that. So, amen. And for some reason, it looks like we were being turned off, but I still got hands raised, and hopefully they won't drop off. But, um, yeah, I appreciate you, Sarah, and, you know, you are a light. You know, you may not understand it, but you are a light uh, to those who are seeking you know, enlightenment and guidance. And whether or not you know it or not, there are people who I feel like the Lord is saying, watch, they watch you. And um, because you're, you're kind of set in a place where there are things that are, uh, are people around you that are traditional, but they understand there's something a little bit different about you. And that's an enlightenment to them. That's an enlightenment. Because you're placed in a place where people can see that you are operating differently, your mindset is different, you're looking at the things of God, you know, in, a, in, in more freedom than maybe they are. So what is that helping them to do? That's helping them to step out into the freedom which God is offering to them, and you're helping with that. So that's, that's, that's a blessing. Oh, thank the Lord for it because, and I thank the Lord for Prophet Prophet Randy as well, because with the show PGN, 
He allows people to operate in their own giftings that the Lord um, has has given them. He allows people to get on the show and flow in the freedom of God. Right. And so that's important because the Lord doesn't, he allows, when it comes down to Jesus and the body of Christ, he doesn't say, you're going to worship me, you're going to operate like this, you're going to, no, he operates in the freedom and the liberty of God. So I'm thankful to TGN and to Prophet Randy because we're allowed to flow in the freedom of God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, and that's important. I mean, we're not all the same, but, I mean, we're serving the same mm-hmm. God. And even if mm-hmm. you look at, at, at the disciples, I mean, they were all there to follow and to learn from Jesus. And, you know, the the motive was all the same except for, of course, Judas. But, you know, um, they all were different, you know. Peter was quick to try to cut off somebody's ear. But then you've got, um, you know, James who was, you know, loved just being in the presence of God. And, you know, so they all had different personalities. They were all different, but they all were men wanting to know their God. They were all men who were following after Jesus, wanting to know the way to righteousness, you know, but they were all different. And there are different people in the body of Christ. And, um Everybody should just be comfortable in what God has called them to do and where and where he's called them to and who he's called them to be. You know, we just need to be comfortable in that. No one has to feel threatened by somebody else. You just need to be who God called you to be. And so one thing about, you know, PGN, that gives you the opportunity, has given me the opportunity to, um, you know, to, to be that person. And, uh, of course, being a woman, you know, I live in an area where Southern Baptist is big um, uh, and where that anybody who speaks in tongues or prophesies, they think we're crazy. So in my small town, you know, it's the Southern Baptists that pretty much are the highlight of our area. The Pentecostals are the crazy ones. I mean, anybody who speaks in tongues and believe in, you know, we're just the nutballs around here. <laughs> We are. We're considered oh, wow. the nutball. If you prophesy, you talk about speaking in tongues, laying hands on the sick, you know, expecting them to recover. We're the nutcake around here. Southern Baptists wow. run the show up in southeast Georgia. And so women are not given much value. They're not even think of entering a church and think you're supposed to lead a prayer. I have a friend of mine who is uh, part of the Southern Baptist organization, and she recently told me, you know, about how she was been scorned because she has a call in her life to lead in prayer and do other things. And, I mean, people, they turn up their nose at her. And the only place she really feels comfortable is with those, you know, who feel, and she feels like she can express the gifts that God has given her in the aspect of prayer and that type of thing is with those that are of the nutballs in the community, the Pentecostals, the non-denominational, the charismatics. We're the nutballs in the community. And she's ostracized because 
He believes in the gift of prophecy, uh, speaking in tongues, laying hands on the sick, and leading prayer. Well, the mm. woman has no, I mean, basically Southern Baptists believe in our area, I don't know about in general, but all over, women have no place in any kind of role in the church. I mean, you can, I mean, that's basically it. If you can teach Sunday school, but when it comes to leading a prayer, I mean, she actually was telling me she led a prayer and how uh, her friend's husbands walked out and rolled their eyes at her because no man stood up and said, well, I'll close out the service in prayer or this meeting in prayer. And so they're all standing there, and then she closes it out, and she was saying she was ostracized. They began to roll their eyes at her like, you're a woman. What right do you have to lead a prayer? You know, it's crazy. Mm. That's, that's the community that I live in. You know, I remember, I, I remember I was at a ball game. I probably told you all about it, how I began to call out a woman who attacked someone I knew, and I said she needed to be removed because that was a spirit that was attacking people, and I began to plead the blood of Jesus. Somebody told me, you need mm-hmm. to stop all of that. We don't need that in here. you causing more of a ruckus than she is. Really? By me pleading the blood of Jesus? But first mm-hmm. of all, I had to remember, it wasn't just about the word. It was because I was a mm-hmm. woman. Later on, when my friend was telling me about her story, I was like, ah, it was more than just pleading the blood of Jesus. It was the fact that it was coming out of a woman's mouth that was saying it. Now, had I been a man... I might have been treated a little bit differently. But because I was a woman, I definitely had no right to open up my mouth in a public area at a baseball game and say, I plead the blood of Jesus against a spirit that rose up in this woman that literally felt it had to go and lay hands. And I don't mean praying. They had to, she felt she needed to go and hit somebody. And just because the person was sitting in a spot she wanted to sit in. Don't tell me that wasn't the devil. Don't tell me that wasn't a spirit, you know, that we were dealing with. When someone just feels this need to attack another person physically just because of where they were sitting, the person didn't even know that this was going to happen. And so I knew I was dealing with a spiritual situation, and I said, I plead the blood of Jesus. They got angry at me and said I needed to stop it. And then I later look back and feel like it wasn't just because I was pleading the blood of Jesus. Of course, that was the main reason the devil was mad. But it was a religious spirit there also that was mad because I was a woman. And I had the audacity to say I plead the blood of Jesus. What right have I as a woman in this group of Southern Baptists to say, Take some kind of authority over the devil. How dare I? I've been ostracized in the community a little bit by these people who saw me at that game pleading the blood of Jesus because I'm a woman. How dare I? That is awful. And on top of it, they don't even understand there's power in the blood of Jesus. They're mad because... Well, of course, it's of the devil. I mean, it's a religious spirit that doesn't think that people need to plead the blood of Jesus when they see a demonic attack rise up. They think you're just supposed to sit there. 
and just let the devil take over. Well, no, 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 that wasn't happening with me and my grandson. No, the blood of Jesus. Well, they were like, they all looked at me, and I have people <laughs> who defriended me on Facebook. <laughs> They don't want to be connected to a lunatic. Oh, I mean, if it's flowing and it's demonic, you're just calling it out so that those actions could stop. I mean, really. So that, but I'm a that woman. was all. That's crazy. I'm from a woman. Yeah, I'm a woman. And I really? have no authority to do that. I have no mm. right, and I didn't understand that until recently until my friend was telling me about the fact that they shut her down because, you know, she just said a prayer at the end of a meeting. And because she was a woman, her friend's husbands that were there walked by rolling their eyes at her thinking, how dare you? You're a woman. How dare you close out this meeting with prayer? Wow. That's, that That's is not good. Oh. So, so, I mean, so, I what mean, you just don't understand. There's so much of that out in the, that's in the South, you know. Like, I'm in a town of 11,000 people. The town next to me in the same county has about probably 15, maybe 16 or 17,000 people. So I'm in a very small area, and it's run by this denomination. The Church of God people are considered the kooks. We're the kooks, and I'm not even Church of God, but, I mean, I go to a Church of God church, um, but anything connected with that and speaking in tongues and laying hands and, and casting out demons, we're the lunatics in the area. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so imagine, so you can imagine how they probably, if they knew I was on PGN or they knew what PGN was about, They'd probably, like, I don't know, throw a protest. I don't know. I'm just exaggerating. But, I mean, it's just it's just amazing. I mean, you know. But I don't know. That's just how it is. That's, that's one of the tactics and the strategies that the enemy is using to try to shut the power down of the church, of the living God. Yep. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut down the power. Shut it down. Yeah. And, and they want to keep the women at bay so that you have no voice. And when the freedom well, of I God mean, is flowing. And it's not even like, I mean, in the Bible, the word of God, even in the New Testament, talks about prophetesses, people who are women who are in the New Testament that prophesy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all of it. Exactly. But anyway, that, that's where I live, Sarah. With the old and in with the new, Okay. I mean, I don't. Right. They don't get it, and they're trying to. They're not operating in the freedom of God. Well, <laughs> they don't see that they're not. They don't see that, that they're not. That they not, they're not. I mean, because I mean, they feel like they have scriptures to back up the fact. You know, I have my own personal opinion about certain things with women, and I'll just keep that to myself. But as far as prophesying and releasing the word of God. And praying over and saying a prayer over people, I really believe there's nothing in the Bible that says a woman cannot pray. I mean, over, I mean, it's just ridiculous. But anyway, yeah, that's where we are. Yep. 
delivered to you, God. So different. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for, uh, you know, the word of God using you and for PGN and Prophet Randy speaking in the freedom and the liberty of God. And that's what it's all about. Because the Lord that's is what freedom. Amen. All right. Well, I appreciate you sharing that and that encouragement because, you know, that's why I, you know, I'm just very comfortable in being who God has called me to do. I'm not here to try to steal somebody's title or, you know, steal your congregation or whatever. I don't don't know. (laughs) Whatever. But I'm just here (laughs) wanting to do the will of God. I'm, I'm not after what man has to offer, some sort of religious setup. I'm not interested in that. I'm just interested in living a life that pleases God for the glory of God and to help somebody else like God is calling you even more, Sarah, to be used as an enlightenment in the earth on what God wants to do, uh, you know, in and through his people. So just be encouraging. Continue to follow and be that light. Okay, thank you so much for the encouragement, and may God continue to bless you until next time. All right, Sarah, you be blessed. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. Have a blessing. All right. All right. Good night. Bye. Good night. Bye. All right. Amen. All right, let's. See who we have here next, 204482, Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? Uh, good evening. This is Valerie from North Carolina. Hi, Valerie from North Carolina. How are you tonight? Yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was saying, how are you tonight? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry about that. I'm doing well. How are you? I am doing well. Praise God. Well, let's pray for you. And um, hallelujah. Glory be to God. We just thank you for Valerie tonight. And we just ask you, Lord, I don't know. I just see, I saw a ruler, like a a measuring stick. And um, I just, I don't know why, but I just tell you that God doesn't measure things the way man measures things. He doesn't see things, and he doesn't calculate the way man calculates, but he has, there's a whole different sense or or strategy of measurement with the things of God and with God. So I saw this ruler. It's a man-made thing. It measures, and it, 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 it you know, gives you, uh, you know, inches and all of this stuff, and we measure that, and, you know, we'll say it's this and this is 12 inches, this is 6 inches, this is whatever, 3 inches. And I, I don't know, I saw that, but I just sense to tell you, God says I don't, he doesn't measure like that. You know, he doesn't measure and he doesn't use the, the instruments of man to measure our life. He doesn't use the instruments of man to measure our accomplishments. He doesn't use the, interest, the instruments of man to uh, measure our value. God says, my, his particular way of measurement supersedes, ah, glory be to God, any man-made way of measurement. And that he sees mm. you in a, in a different way 
than man would measure you up to be. So be encouraged, Valerie. Do not be concerned about how people measure you up. Glory be to God. Because God says way mm-hmm. the way he measures you up. Ah, it, it far succeeds that which man uses for calculation in the value of who people are. So I want you to know that. Amen. I just say God is saying know that. Know who you are. Don't be concerned about how man measures you up according to how they see things, but know that God sees the true measure of a man. Hallelujah. And he sees yours as great and valuable. So, Lord, we thank you tonight for Valerie. We thank thank you, Lord, that she does not have to line up to the measurement of man, but that, God, you have called her to supersede what man has said is their measurement of length and greatness and this and that. But God sees it far greater than what man could ever begin to calculate and measure you because God doesn't see us the same way. And, Lord, I thank you that she will be encouraged, that she is valuable, and as long as she measures up to the way God wants her to measure up and to be who God has called her to be, the measurement of man has no existence here. It is all concerning the measure of God. So we thank you, Lord, and we give you glory. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Wow. Glory Amen. to God. That's good. I like that word. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. It's yeah. like uh it's so funny. Have you had that it's like the, the work going the... on? I'm sorry. I was gonna say, have you had something like that, you know, in your thoughts or something going on? Um <laughs> you know, in, in okay. as you know, in in several in several areas, you know, but it it's not like a you know, just feeling um you know, like it, and and I know it, it's so mm-hmm. funny it's just just you know, thinking about like I was like just the other day just like, you know, don't compare your you know, saying to myself don't compare yourself to other people um mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, at work I'm feeling, um, I don't, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, you know, when if you're passed over, like say, I mean, this is hypothetical, passed over for a promotion or you see mm-hmm. other people making advances and, um, yeah. you're, you know, you're in the same place. Um, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, what, what's going on here, you know? So I've just, I've been dealing with that and, um, and but you know spiritually too so that that was like a, a word i didn't know that i needed but wow that is really encouraging um God. so yeah i mean really encouraging um and you know i i just think yes so the the answer is yes that's something i've been thinking about and um it's just good to 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 know that God has a diff, different way of doing things, you know. He's not using man's yeah. methods. Right. And when you think about, you know, so many people in the Bible, you know, we can go back and we can see where they thought they didn't measure up to man's standard. 
but God used him. You think about Moses. He said he couldn't even speak well, but yet God chose Mm. him, someone who couldn't even measure up to what man's standard would be for someone to be a leader, to lead people out of Egypt, my God, out of bondage, that they would have never probably thought he was going to be, he could be the kind of leader in the natural sense of how man would look at it. But God saw something more. He didn't measure him according to how well he could articulate. But he knew he had everything that God needed him to have to lead the millions out of captivity, out of bondage, Mm -hmm. because it was measured in a different way. God saw him a different way. He measured him up a different way. You know, uh, it's just, you know, God doesn't look at us the way man looks at us. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I believe, Valerie, he, that's an intentional thing because God doesn't want man to see some things that are in us because we are, he will keep us hidden for his glory. He will keep us hidden for his purpose. And, um, we just have to be comfortable in who God has made us to be because God, and once I believe we get to that point, God opens up doors and avenues to us that we didn't even suspect that were there because he, he wants us to be comfortable in being in being just who he created us to be and to know regardless of what man thinks, you know, God is going to get the glory. He's going to do what he needs to do through me, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm. I'm glad that blessed you. Because I've been there myself. Really did. Mm-hmm. Definitely been there myself. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And recent. And recently. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah. one of the things that it, it's, uh, I guess, um, been on my mind. I've been, and this, this is. I think I've, I'm not sure if I've asked you for prayer about this before, but, um, you know, I'm thinking about uh, looking for another job. And, um, you know, one of the things that I said to myself was, you know, this, you know, I really, I I know the Lord um, opened the door for me to get this, the the job that I have, you know, he really blessed me. and I am kind of feeling like, you know, the Lord is telling me to get my, you know, get get things together, get myself together, um, get get my house in order, work wise and otherwise. Um, but I I want to be sure that I, you know, am hearing from Him and I'm going where He wants me to go, and not just to, you know, move out uh, out of frustration and, um, you know, being impatient or being frustrated. Uh, so I guess just, just asking for, I'm one to ask for guidance and just clarity, you know, and, and also um, just even a better understanding of what my giftings are. You know, I, I, I know some mm-hmm. things, but um, just that the Lord would make some of those things, you know, make things clearer to me because, I don't, you know, I just feel sometimes I don't really know. Right. Right. I understand. Yeah, I've been there myself. Yeah. Not quite sure. So 
Hallelujah. Well, Father, we just we just thank you, Lord, as you will enlighten Valerie toward, you know, the direction mm-hmm. she needs to go in regards to her job and, you know, what you have for her and what is ordained for her life, God, and let her be comfortable in, in, in just coming to you, Father, and letting you whisper and speak things to her that uh, might even sound strange, you know, hallelujah, glory be to God, might even sound just a little different than what she expected. But, God, we know that you know us, and we, and you know that mm-hmm. you have designed us and you made us to glorify you, and there are things in us that we don't even know, but you know. And there are things in us, God, that are that are deep, that are buried, that you want to come forth. I mean, Lord, we know that there are things that come forth in a season, even in a natural sense. You know, a flower that is uh, known to be attributed to spring is not going to grow in winter. And we know, Lord, mm-hmm. that the leaves that turn the autumn colors in October, they're not going to look that way in spring it would be you know would be strange but god we Mm -hmm. know that you know everything has a season and everything that's supposed to be in that season will come forth in that season according to the way it's designed to come forth so lord we thank you that she will bloom and she will blossom and she will come forth in the season that you're calling her to, and that things that have been, you know, underground and not seen will begin to rise up and begin to take form and shape because this is the season that they're to come forth in. Uh, My God, it couldn't have come forth in winter because that wasn't the season it was supposed to come forth in. It couldn't have come Mm -hmm. forth in the summer that wasn't the season it was supposed to come forth in. It will come forth and grow and manifest in the season you have ordained it to manifest in. So we call forth those things tonight, God, in Valley yes. that have been there but weren't ready because the season had not yet arrived. But now, ah, glory be to God, but now. I feel like, says the Lord, but now, says the Lord, things will come forth that were there, but they have been only ready to birth and come forth in the appropriate and the designated season of your life. So, Lord, we thank you as we look for the manifestation of the things that are to come forth in this season for Valerie. Let her water that which is there with the word of God and with faith, decreeing over her life that they shall manifest at the appropriate time for the glory of God. So, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that she's entering that season as she begins to water her life with the word of God, 
calling forth those things that be not even as though they were, that she will see those things come forth that will usher her into this new place with God, with her career, with her family, with her life, with relationships, with things that are to be connected to her. Let it be made manifest in the appropriate season as she waters it and gets it to ready for growth to take place in the time that it is to bear fruit. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you the praise. And we 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 expect, hallelujah, to see it. We expect, you know, when we plant a seed in the ground, we expect to see growth. We expect it to come forth. But, Lord, we are watering this as she reads the word of God, as she speaks the word of God over her life. She won't just be reading it just to read it. But, God, I pray that you will direct her to specific yeah. scriptures that she will read and she will speak that word over her life and she will look at her life and she will expect things to come forth because of what she's done. Preparing and in preparation of the word that is making it available for that thing to grow. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you. We thank you, God. We give you glory, Lord, as she waters it with faith and the word of God, that she will see the manifestation of all that you have put in her, that things she didn't even know. Sometimes, God, I even think about these little creatures I have in my yard. They go and they bury stuff and and they bird drop seeds. I see plants growing in places I never put a plant at. I have flower pots that is it, it has flowers in it. I didn't put those seeds there. I didn't even know they were there. <laughs> but you knew they were there. You know what's in her. You know what's been planted there. And so, Lord, whatever's been there <laughs> that she hasn't been able to see, God, let this be the season that it come forth, and she'll be able to see some things that she didn't even know were planted. Hallelujah. In her, by you, to grow forth and come forth in the seasons that are ahead. We just give you glory for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much. Oh, you're welcome. As I was praying for you, I saw, I was just telling my neighbor today, I said, you know, I saw a plant in her yard. I said, well, I got that plant in my yard. I didn't plant that plant. And she was like, well, you know, those birds carry those things around. You know, and I was like, well, you know, you're right. Mm -hmm. I see I'm seeing a lot of things growing in my yard. I didn't plant there. But in the appropriate season, I can see it coming forth. Hallelujah. You didn't even know it was there. (laughs) But in the appropriate season, it will come forth. It will spring forth. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, Jesus. So you be encouraged you. and you just begin to just look and see what the Lord has done. <laughs> hmm Man, what the Lord well, thank you so much. has done. Mm. Man, you are welcome. Glad I was able to talk with you. I hadn't talked to you in a little while. Yes, 
Yes, God bless you. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome, Valerie. You enjoy your weekend. Thank God for what he's doing. Okay, you too. All right, then. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Good night. Amen. Well, I think that's it. I have one of the calls. They don't have their hand up. I don't know if they want prayer or not, but we're at the end of the show, and um, hopefully I'll be able to get up and get going in the morning without any problems. And um, so thank you guys for being a part of what God is doing and has done through Prophetic Grace Network. I thank God for just being a part of um, the work that God has started here and that I know he's going to complete. And uh, be prayerful for the ministry and what's going on and that God will continue to, you know, raise us up and have us right there in the midst of all that's going on in our nation, you know, and in the world uh, today and even with politics and, you know, how Prophet Randy, God has given him insight and wisdom and understanding about, you know, different things with on the political scene and financial scene. I know God is really, he's really connecting and and putting people where they need to be so that, you know, we can get ready for Jesus to come back. Um, Hey, guys, every day I say, you know, God, you know, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just looking for Jesus any day. So anyway, you all be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight and allowing me to pray with you. And I hope you all have a blessed week. Tune in tomorrow for Prophet Randy Chandler as he comes on. And um, I know there's someone that comes on before him. I'm not sure who comes on on Monday night. But uh, be blessed. Thank you again for being a part of PGN. And I will say good night. Talk to you all later.